a little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Blog Talk Radio.
Tech, and welcome to Dr. Robert X Forum by way of Truth to Power, and my name is Beverly D. And the last time that President Trump went over to the G7, G8, they didn't want to give him his respect, but they gave it to him this time, and he checkmate China with that big deal he making with Japan. Mayat Hotep, Dr. Robert X. Hotep, Sister Bear. Hotep family. You know, it's kind of interesting, Bear, that you started, that you would play that because uh, uh, I have one for you. So we on the same page, Bear. Here's what Trump went there with that they okay. didn't have. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. And I was going to call you and ask you to play this, but it speaks for itself. Here's what Trump has okay. that they don't. Thank <laughs> you. 
right on it, man. <laughs> <laughs> hotel, hotel, uh, family. That's what Trump has, Sister Bear. He's jingling his pockets, and all he got in there is a nickel and a nail. But here's the trick. Everybody else at the G7 ain't got a nickel or a nail. That's the big secret, okay? And they know it. That's why now, Bear family, they're all talking about maybe we need to push what Trump is pushing in his country, mm-hmm. which would be nationalism. All right? Bear, before we get started, let me put this on the table okay. up front. And by okay. the way, family, for those of you who are new school, that was O.V. right. Okay. Now, I know blues is way, way old school. I hated it when I was coming up. But I guarantee you, as you get older, uh, just like your taste change in food because your taste buds change, I guarantee you, you'll go back and take another listen at some of them old blues songs that we hated back in the day because that was my parents' music. That wasn't my music, okay? Right, um, right. But you learn to, to have a certain level of appreciation for it based on the lyrics, all right? So, yeah, Bear, uh, this Saturday, and I want the family to pay attention, particularly those in Chicago, this Saturday, we're going to start uh, a two-part forum, Okay. And it has to be done in two parts. Uh, those who've been here with the family uh, here on Truth to Power, you understand how long I've been dealing with this Epstein piece. Okay? Uh, and I haven't even scratched the surface. I keep saying that, and we've been on this thing for over a month. But I keep saying we only scratch the surface because it's true. And what we haven't dealt with is just absolutely off the charts. You won't get it in your mainstream media. So this Saturday, part one, uh, we're going to be doing part one of Frankenstein's Children. Weinstein, Bernstein, and Epstein. That's this Saturday, part one of Frankenstein's Children. That's going to be at 6129 South Cottage Grove, starting at 3 p.m., ending at 7 p.m. And then part two will come two weeks later at 11006 South Michigan. Okay, that's on 915. Okay, that would be September the 15th. Uh, from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. All right. The first part uh, on Cottage Grove, we're going to deal with the history, uh, some of which we've dealt with here on Truth to Power. Okay. We're going to deal with the history and his finances. The second part on uh, 110th in Michigan, 
We're going to deal with the eugenics and the occult part of what he was dealing with. That part we still haven't gotten to, and we haven't gotten to the finance part. The finance part is off the chain, Sister Bear. Mm-hmm. It is really off the chain. And it basically puts the focus on the real power that was behind Epstein because he could have not he could not have done what he did without significant input from Wall Street. The very same people who are trying to bum rush Trump with fake uh, apocalyptic visions of the economy crashing. Right. Which I'm going to go out on a limb here, Bear, Mm -hmm. and tell you and the family right now, Wall Street will not crash in the first Mm -hmm. term under Trump. Okay. Why? Because he got a nickel and a nail. And Wall Street can't survive without him. People don't understand how much people's money was spent to prop up Wall Street. And if you notice, Trump has not gone in on Wall Street. These are the people that's financing all of the nonsense that you see going on. Because that's the thing that they're really trying to hide, along with the occult piece. They really trying to hide that bear. And that 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 opens up the window into the situation with this guy Patrick Byrne from Overstock. Right. This is mind blowing stuff, family. Okay? And him coming out point blank and saying that he was an FBI informant put in place to set up this whole Russian, uh, Trump-Russia thing. Okay? And he says some very, very interesting things. And almost uh, all the interviews that I watched this guy on, he almost appeared to be on drugs or something. <laughs> Because I had to, I literally bear family, mm-hmm. I had to literally go back and and do some research on this guy uh, since Saturday. All right, it didn't really start okay. until yesterday, until Sunday. Okay. But I had to go back and do some research on this guy to, because some of the things he said just didn't, it's almost like he was putting stuff in there to throw people off the trail. And mm-hmm. by him being a, here we go again. Another long-time FBI informant by his own admission. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he's running a billion-dollar company. But all How is FBI it that all these billionaires... Well, but bear, how is it that all these billionaires seem to be connected to the intelligence community? Yeah. Epstein, Wexner, how, how does that happen? You see, and don't nobody know where Epstein got his money from, allegedly. All right. But so I hope the family 
uh, here in Chicago were able to come out for these two presentations. Uh, it's rare that I have to do two parts to something. Oh, rare. Okay. Normally I can wrap it up or attempt to wrap it up in one part. But this one is so important because it impacts so many different areas. And it, it, for me, it basically confirms and pulls the cover off this entire thing. And that's what this guy, uh, Burns, said. Okay? I, I just find it something's up there. When things like this bubble to the surface, when Wall Street is is on the verge of major exposure, real crazy things happen like 9-11 the last time. Because they have to cover this stuff up. And guess what? But they can't. Jamie Dimon right in the middle of it. His name ain't been mentioned. Jamie Jamie Dimon. Yes. Right in the middle of it. One of the biggest criminals running J.P. Morgan Chase, the CEO, one of the biggest criminals in the country, ain't spent a day in jail and been busted numerous times for fraud. That's why that big. was on, on that truck, on that bingo, on that bingo, big dope man. Absolutely. So they deflect. His big billion-dollar dope score with the brother, that's an FBI informant. And all of a sudden, so-called police shooter. Then all of a sudden, not a single solitary mention of J.B. Morgan Chase with a boat full of dope. A nickel and a nail indeed. If you ain't got the blues family, I can't give it to you. All right? Because, see, I know sometimes people say, man, Robert, why you have to say you hate the country? Because I know who running it. That's why. And I know all of these institutions. The the court system, Wall Street, the educational system, political system, all of it is being run by corrupt people who are directly connected to the intelligence community and the occult. Directly. That's what's coming out. Okay? People hanging themselves on doorknobs like nobody's business. I'm talking rich people. Okay? Rich people. High society people. Comedians. Like the little white boy, right? See, people forgot this. Because people tend to go by what the media tell them. Like the little white boy that was never really funny to me. Okay? Named Robin Williams. Remember him, Bear? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just happened to hang himself on a doorknob. Right. All right. Or the white boy that was the cook 
on television about a year ago, he kills himself. Then we find out that his girlfriend is dipped in the occult. Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just happened to hang himself on a doorknob. Mm-hmm. Or one of the Rothschild heirs that we covered back in the 90s when it happened, Nathan Rothschild, found in his hotel room, he was the heir to the entire Rothschild. He was supposed to be the next boss, but he didn't get along mm-hmm. with his siblings. So the next thing you know, he's dead in a hotel room hanging on a doorknob. Now, there used to be a time when you would take a hanger or you had a pair of slacks or something like that and you didn't want to take them back to the closet. You know, I'm ghetto, so sometimes we would, you know, hang them on the doorknob because we were getting ready to put them on. Well, they didn't, they didn't uh, get out the habit of hanging slacks on, on the doorknob. Now they just want to hang people on a doorknob. Mm-hmm. And I'm only giving you uh, two or three examples. There are at least... 15 extremely prominent, very well off people who just happened to hang themselves on doorknobs in the last few years. And that's only the tip of the iceberg. When you go and look at the death, people talk about the the Clinton body count. I'll Mm -hmm. give you one family that we covered right here on Truth to Power extensively a few years ago. And it's called the J.P. Morgan Chase body count. <laughs> people jumping off the roofs of windows. People are going to locations around the world and jumping off of mezzanines, okay? People shooting themselves in the head three times or beating themselves to death with hammers. J.P. Morgan Chase's body count is every bit as bad as the Clinton body count. People I forgot. We ain't forgot. We're going to put it on the table right here on Truth to Power, Sister Bear. All right. right. And and that's why you got Overstock CEO Patrick Byrne come out in the open, okay? Uh, I hope he got some insurance because he named some names. Yeah. Okay. And for, and for my understanding, uh, Clapper and them was just errand boys. He's talking about the people in the Obama administration. That is correct. Can't get around it. We said that from day one. None of this can happen. Yeah. Let's Obama get he okay. And we said he won't go to jail, but he'll be confirmed the most criminal president in the history of the country. With all the wars, yeah. And he allowed it to happen under his watch, because guess what, family? Because he's CIA. And everything that he is and everything that he got is through CIA. He ain't worked for a damn thing. I'm sorry, Beth. Say it again. No, I say just like the rest of them. That's right. The CIA and, guy, just like this, yeah, the Frankenstein guy. Absolutely. Epstein. And that's what's, 
There's no doubt about it, Sister Bear, and that's what's being exposed right now. Remember, if I'm not mistaken, as soon as he got out of office, he got on the boat with Richard Branson, right? Everybody yeah. and their mama knows Richard Branson, just like Epstein, got his own island. Well, all kind of orgies and stuff like this take place. First place Obama went uh, without Michelle, if if, if my memory serves me correct, and I think it does. She went somewhere else. These are nasty people put in front of the people as some kind of uh, cultural icons for people to worship. That go for Trump too. Okay, in case people thinking that I'm leaving him out. No, I have said quite clearly that he ain't no pedophile. Okay, <clears throat> but he has made alliances with these people to do business. See the difference in some of these people and a person like me is I refuse to do business with people that I know are straight up scum. And it don't matter how much money they got because money defines them and I don't allow it to define me. And when you make those kind of declarations and you recognize that pretty much you'll always be poor for for the, the rest of your life, it becomes a matter of commitment. What do you want more? You see? And that's why people like Patrick Byrne can run a, a billion-dollar company, and all the time he's dirty as they come, all right? But he naming names to save his life. And he said he made some of the most mind-blowing or said some of the most mind-blowing things I've ever heard anybody in the interview say. He said the men in black came to visit him. Talking about the FBI. Okay. He said they paid him a visit. He said that before he came forward, he consulted his rabbi. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute now. <laughs> Why would he have to consult a rabbi? Patrick Burns, and I didn't look into his lineage, but I'll almost stick my life that he, he has a Catholic image, a lineage. Okay, both his first name and last name are... Uh, our standards in Catholic names. Okay, now he could be Jewish. All right, but I'm I'm looking at him and he looks like an Irishman. So why the hell does he say that he had to consult his rabbi before he came forward? Yeah. And yeah, then lo and behold. I was just getting ready to ask you, Bear. Do you know who the rabbi is? Uh, what's his name? Murdoch? No. Warren Buffett. Yeah, Warren Buffett. That's who, yeah, I know it's one of the wealthy guys. Yeah. Warren Buffett. Yeah. Is his rabbi. 
Now, when you talk Wall Street, you got to talk Warren Buffett. So here we go again with this whole Wall Street tie, uh, albeit a small one in terms of him just being mentioned with the intelligence community. He said if he came forward that he had been told by people from Washington, right? He said that if he came forward, that they would grind him into dust. Those are his words. And I said, this is, this is unbelievable. This guy is missing the men in black, uh, 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 a rabbi, and being ground into dust all in one sitting. Okay? <clears throat> and he said other things that were even more shocking. And you have to really listen to him. You have to really listen to him because, he, again, he, he almost made it appear as though he was over-anxious to get out what he wanted to say. And he was mixing up a lot of stuff. But one of the most interesting things that he said and he damn near broke down in tears when he said this. He said he began to feel like he was responsible every time somebody drove 600 miles to do a shooting. And I said, what? In other words, his relationship with the FBI was connected, okay, tangentially, not directly, but he was really saying without saying that it was the FBI, the so-called deep state, that's running the shooters. That's why we kept the brother on the table, even though everybody wanted to take him off for allegedly shooting six cops who we said tripped over a box of Dunkin' Donuts and got hurt because all six of them didn't spend 15 minutes in the hospital after getting shot. That's unprecedented. And it's because nobody got shot. And then he gets taken alive. He gets taken alive, family, after shooting six cops. As you say, unheard of. It truly is, Bear. So he damn near let the cat out the bag. And of course, the news media ain't going to go into that. All right? Uh, They just, depending on what side of the news media you on, let's call it Fox or CNN, he put Hillary in there who didn't fit into any of this at all. It didn't fit. Because at no time did he point out where he was told to infiltrate other than uh, him saying he was told to infiltrate. There were no efforts made to infiltrate the Clinton campaign at all. They were running a lot of the stuff. Okay. 
And I found it interesting as well, Sister Bear family, that this guy went on to say that he was offered a billion dollars to be quiet. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who do you know that's got a billion dollars laying around to just give to somebody to be quiet? Because of stuff the FBI is doing. How does that work? That don't work. Which again, points to people uh, who have direct connections to Wall Street. I don't know nobody that's just got a billion dollars laying around they can give to somebody else. But you can maneuver stock prices, okay, and other things within the Wall Street framework to give him a billion dollars in assets based on the value of the stocks that he owns or his company. Because guess what, Bear family? His company was already being looked at by the SEC. Okay? Just like, guess who? One of Frankenstein's children, Mr. Epstein. Oh, I tell you, family, I almost can't wait to get into the whole uh, uh, financial piece with Epstein. Because guess what? This will blow your mind. It ain't just J.P. Morgan Chase. There's a major international law firm that's also connected with this. Directly with Epstein. And that international law firm is none other than Sidley Austin. Right here in good old Chicago, where Michelle Obama came from, that we pointed out some time ago. If it's an international law firm, by definition, it's connected to the intelligence community. I don't care what international law firm it is. So you're saying that it's like that law firm that we saw on the movie The Firm. Did you remember Absolutely. that one with um, yes, I do. Where they, they client well. was the mafia. Okay. That's right. That's what we're talking about here, and that's what the uh, uh, several of the pieces that we've dealt with so far from Mint Press News. That's what they outline. They outline all of that. Okay, the historical connection between the mob, international finance, and the law, and the intelligence community. That's what all that stuff with Roy Cohn and Maya Lansky, that's what all that is. And it's got to be dealt with. Okay, that's the thing that's running the country. That's the thing that's now running around using this media talking heads to pump up the stock market crash. And let me tell you something, family. If the stock market totally collapsed, which I've already said, 
is not going to happen, okay, at least uh, during the first term. Uh, that still wouldn't prevent Trump from getting reelected. There are things that are involved with Trump that we've laid out that are much higher, okay, which is why he ain't going nowhere. And we told you, don't matter what they do, everybody that come at him end up going down. I ain't talking one person. I'm talking to everybody. All right? I've heard him described as a one-man wrecking crew. I would not disagree with that. Okay? So you can see, and this guy said, uh, this guy burned, he said all hell was going to break loose within the next, I would say, since we write in September, between now and October. But we already said that. yeah, and also, excuse me, Trump is going after the Federal Reserve, too. Isn't that connected with Wall Street? That's the money, the bankers. Who was in charge of the bailout? Yeah. The Federal Reserve. They up to their eyeballs in doing dirty business, money laundering and the whole bit. Been doing it for years. Yes. And particularly the New York Fed. They got caught with their draws down. But when you got monsters overseeing monsters, nobody goes to jail. Every now and then they're off up a sacrifice like a Bernie Madoff. Okay? But there's a there's thirteen cents worth of difference in what Bernie Madoff was doing and what JP Morgan Chase is doing. He couldn't do it without them. Okay? So, I want to put a couple of pieces on the table here. uh, Having to do with overstock, you know, in case somebody wants to go and take a look beyond the videos. I suggest you check the videos because, I mean, this guy, nobody... Uh, on both sides of this thing, the media wants to hurry up and get it out the way. So they don't really want to prolong the discussion. Okay. But they not going to have no choice in the next couple of months. Okay. Uh, that'll be the time that uh, Joe Biden is put to sleep. Like we said back in, uh, I think it was July. Yeah. Back in July, we said uh, we give him 90 days. I gave him three months. So that'll be around the time that Biden makes his exit. And they're already building up towards that right now. But he's a nasty, filthy pedophile as well. Okay. Uh, There's nothing that they can do to stop what's going to happen. I'll just put it like that. So let's go and and see if we can document some of the stuff that uh, this guy, Patrick Burns, said very quickly, Sister Bear family. 
uh, I suggest everybody pull up uh, his videos, particularly the ones on Fox, because they had him first. All right? And listen very intently. As one uh, with two of them. One is uh, Fox, I think it's Fox Finance. And the other one is with this white girl named McCallum. Those two are priceless. Okay. Uh, But check those videos out. Let's go to Zero Heads. Overstock CEO Patrick Byrne quits as deep state remarks cause uproar. Now, let me, let me, before we go there, let me see here. See, I thought I had another one. Uh, I don't. Okay, we have to deal with what we got here. Uh, anyway, they say here, and this is August 22nd. Okay, whenever I do things short-term, all right, uh, I like to give the dates to show the chronology of events, okay? But this is not the first time that he alluded to him being a part of the deep state. And that's what they allude to in the very first paragraph in his article. It says, Overstock CEO Patrick Byrne resigned after he stunned investors by disclosing his entanglements with the deep state, uh, as we reported previously. Okay. They go on to say Burns resignation comes after conspiratorial comments that he made on August the 12th. Okay. That was 10 days. What matter of fact, the 12th from the 26th is 4th. That was two weeks ago. Okay. Where he confessed his role in the deep state. Claiming that he helped cause damage done to our nation for three years. And felt that my duty as a citizen precluded me from staying silent any longer. Byrne referred to law enforcement officials as men in black and said his choice to go public was encouraged by his Omaha rabbi. Now, that's very interesting because, of course, uh, 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 Omaha would be Nebraska, okay? That just happens to be the location for one of the most infamous pedophile rings, Okay. Uh, that occurred under Bush one's administration that we alluded to that we dealt with a little bit in some of the prior conversations dealing with Epstein. They say Byrne released an initial statement last week where he discussed his involvement in the federal government's investigation into the 2016 election interference. He said he assisted in investigations related to the Clintons and Russia. Now, notice now, Trump ain't in this so far. But automatically, he's saying they were investigating the Clintons and Russia, but somehow 
Mueller didn't touch anything having to do with Clinton Russia. They say Burns' August 12th press release drew attention to his three-year relationship with Russian spy Maria Butina. He made the statement to reveal his issues with how the government handled this case against Butina. Butina was sentenced to 18 months in prison in April for conspiring to infiltrate the National Rifle Association on behalf of Russia. And we said at the time, that makes absolutely no sense. Okay? Why would Russia want to infiltrate the NRA? Who was being run at the time by none other than Oliver North? (laughs) Okay? But, so... The, the school is out on who Bertina is really working with, okay? I wouldn't be a bit surprised if it subsequently comes out that she's being handled as well. Because one of the other, th- one of the other things that Patrick Byrne let out was that he was being handled directly by Peter Stroke. Yeah, kept saying it. Peter Stroke was his handler. And he also mentioned two other very prominent people at the top of Peter Stroke. And those two people were Brennan and Comey, CIA and FBI. And then the main ones on on CNN on the uh, on the uh, talking. Absolutely. And he just poked holes in their story, and he dared them to challenge him because when the media went to ask Comey, Comey played dumb, so he never heard of him. Don't know anything about it. <clears throat> I don't know if the family really understands how significant this is. Everything else is already pointing to this guy. Now we got a billionaire stepping up to the plate to empty out everything that he knows. Because he says he's the genesis of it for all practical purposes. Because he said he was told to infiltrate Hillary's campaign, Ted Cruz's campaign, Marco Rubio's campaign, and Donald Trump's campaign. Okay? Using the little Russian girl to try to set him up. And we come to find out that she is not a Russian spy. So they're going to have to let her out of jail after they pay her because guess what, Sister Bear? To keep her What's from that? talking, to keep her from talking, Robert Mueller put her in solitary confinement. Dang. Oh, she don't commit suicide. Well, she's subsequently been moved to a low maximum security prison now. Since he's come out, since Byrne has come out and said he was using her, he was maneuvering her. 
It wasn't her. He was trying to use her to get her close to the Trump people, okay, to set him up. And they got her as close. It's almost a connection. I can't be for sure if the connection ever took place with one of Trump's sons. I think it was Trump Jr. Okay, they got her into the NRA uh, in a couple of other uh, places using burn or burn using her. Okay, so she subsequent she's subject if she chooses to do so to win a multi million dollar judgment for fraud on the part of the U.S. government, and he's admitting that he set her up. Absolutely unbelievable. I want the family to understand that this is predominantly the Democratic Party side of the chessboard because they was guarding Hillary Clinton's stinking ass every step of the way. I don't care what Burns says about Hillary Clinton. It was obvious that he wanted to make sure that he put Hillary in the mix to make her a victim. That was very obvious. Yes. Okay. And it's up to the people if they want to buy it or not. Because I ain't seen not one investigation. Okay. Mueller had all the opportunity in the world to go and look at all that stuff that was going on with the Democratic Party, with the Russians, and he refused to do so. And now his ass is in a sling. That's why he wanted to run away and hide. Family, this happened. Check this. Byrne is talking to the feds in April. This is before Mueller comes forward and gives the final on his report. So he already knows. You see? So... Let's go here, all right? Uh, this is Zero Hedge as well. Ex-Overstock CEO Byrne reveals FBI's Peter Stroke manipulated him for political espionage. They say here, Overstock CEO Patrick Byrne claimed that he received fishy orders from former FBI official Peter Stroke. Byrne admitting to helping the, quote, men in black, unquote, on two previous occasions, he said that Obama's Department of Justice was conducting political espionage, that's in quotes, on both Hillary and Donald Trump. Boom. You don't say things like that. Unless you have absolute proof. There's Obama. Getting a bomb dropped on him. They're going to say it. They say. Byrne said all of the information that he gleaned. Landing in the hands of U.S. Attorney John Durham. Who has been conducting an investigation into the origins of the Russia probe. 
Quote, I was given some fishy orders and I carried them out in 2015, 16. They said that they weren't, they didn't start the investigation until 2016. They had him in play in 2015. Thinking I was conducting law enforcement, unquote. Quote, I didn't know who sent the orders, but I did them. Last summer, watching television or congressional hearings, I figured out where these orders came from. They came from Peter Stroke, unquote. Byrne told CNN that the FBI directed him to pursue a romance, a romantic relationship with Maria Butina. So right there, family, that's entrapment. She didn't seek him out. He sought her out to use her. Boom. There's another bomb. They go on to say, quote, it was so strange that I was thinking it's almost like they're letting this candle scandal develop and someday they're going to shake it up and crack it and spread all over the Republican Party, unquote. The FBI ordered him to break up with Bettina only to ask him to rekindle their romance in the summer of 2016 during the Russian election meddling probe. Okay? Because it, it couldn't, it didn't go nowhere at first. So now they want to try to uh, uh, infiltrate uh, with uh, Don Jr. and other people inside the Trump campaign. Quote, they came back to me and said, boy, what a mistake we made. This is the FBI telling Byrne this, unquote. Uh, uh, okay, family? Quote, they said, we want to be clear. This never happens in the United States, unquote. Quote, we are the good guys. We don't work like the bad guys, but we need to ask you to rekindle a romantic relationship with Maria Bettina, unquote. Bettina was sentenced to 18 months in prison for acting under direction of a Russian official and banker Alexander Torshin to infiltrate American political groups like the NRA and promote Russia's interests in the U.S. McCallum, the, the woman that was doing the interview on Fox, asked former acting Attorney General Matthew Whitaker to respond, and he said, quote, He's describing it like he was being used as a source and inserted into a situation by the Fed and their protocols for handling sources. So he's saying that they violated their rules of etiquette when they do these kinds of things. They go on, he goes on to say, this whole situation has to be corroborated and John Durham has the full picture of everything that was feeding into this investigation, unquote. This one guy alone, show you how important this is, family. His testimony alone brings the whole thing down. They don't need nothing else. Because his testimony substantiates everything else that Trump's people have said. 
and he ain't no Trump person. As he says in his interview, he was a dyed-in-the-wool hippie, which means he's hanging out with the left side of this spectrum, okay, uh, with the Democrats. He ain't hanging out with the Republicans. He made that quite clear, okay? So let's go here to News Punch. Tech CEO drops bomb on live TV. I spied on Trump for a Comey and stroke. Okay? And he basically in this article is just reiterating what we've already said in the other article. So let's go here. Details behind Patrick Burns' allegations of FBI, quote, political espionage, unquote. This is from the conservativetreehouse.com. Here's what they say. The substance of Mr. Burns' claim seems to align with what we already know about the Department of Justice and FBI activity during the 2016 election cycle. Burns claims he's spoken to the DOJ on April the 5th and April the 30th. He told the DOJ all the information he was aware of covering seven hours of questioning. His decision to go public comes as a result of conversations with a lifelong mentor and confidant, Warren Buffett. Byrne talked to Buffett in June of 2019 about how he could be a witness in the DOJ investigation authorized by Bill Barr and conducted by John Durham. Buffett recommended that Byrne go public with the story. In order to go public, Byrne needed to separate himself from his role as CEO of Overstock. Byrne explained that he told Buffett about his April conversations with the Department of Justice, and Buffett said it didn't matter. Byrne still needed to go public with the story. And that's so, because he knows what he's dealing with here, okay? And he'll get introduced to heavy metal. This ain't no guarantee, okay? But on the heels of Jeffrey Epstein, I'm not saying they won't do it. They'll make his airplane crash, okay? But we're talking about the gangsters that run this country. And as we go on, you'll see they kill with impunity. That's why you got all these people hanging on the end of doorknobs where slacks used to hang or a blouse for the sisters, okay? Well, now it's people. They say, to, to verify his Department of Justice discussion, Byrne made two references. First, the movement of Maria Bettina from harsh isolation in prison on May the 29th. 10 days after he delivered his testimony to the Department of Justice. So when he went and told that this little white girl, this little Russian, was being used by the FBI and him to set her up, to set up the Trump administration, they began to understand the Department of Justice moved her out of the the dog-eat-dog prison and moved her to a better facility, a white-collar facility, based on his information. That's what the article says. And second, Byrne highlights the May 13th Department of Justice appointment of John Durham 
to look into the origin of the Russian investigation. And this, too, was a direct result of his two Department of Justice sessions on, uh, in April on the 5th and 30th. If Byrne is accurate, it would appear Special Counsel Robert Mueller facilitated throwing a bag over Bettina to keep the corrupt FBI intelligence operation hidden from the public. Boom! This would explain Mueller's demand for strict solitary isolation and confinement. If Byrne is correct, it would appear extremely significant, okay, that evidence could easily prove an entrapment defense was intentionally withheld from the Tina's defense team. That's obstruction of justice on the part of the Mueller team, which was really the Hillary Clinton team. Alarmingly, this points to ongoing corrupt officials that still remain inside the Department of Justice. Miss Butina was collateral damage. They go on to say, after a cursory meeting in July 2015, Byrne claims uh, that in September to December 2015, he reported contact with Miss Butina to the FBI as a precaution related to his security clearance. Now, what the hell is he doing with a security clearance? The answer is because he's an FBI informant who didn't want to get caught up and get Epstein, right? If the FBI decided to drop a dime on him and throw him away because he already under SEC investigation. Okay, so yeah, he got a security clearance. That's really a get out of jail free card. They say Byrne was asked to participate in an FBI intelligence operation and introduce or facilitate the introduction of Miss Bettina to the campaigns of Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, and Donald Trump. Okay, and of course, he mentioned Hillary Clinton but they was running much of the operation themselves. They say Byrne became suspicious of the FBI motive. And he warned FBI officials of his efforts, his reputation, and those who trust him may result in Bettina gaining entry into campaign confidence Confidences. Let me get a drink of water here. So maybe that's why they letting him talk, so he could try to uh, get Hillary out of it. That's one part of it, and they not letting him talk because he dropping bombs on everybody else. Mm. Okay, let me tell you why he's he's coming out at this point. Because the uh, report from the Inspector General 
is getting ready to come out in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to get out ahead of this thing, okay? This, that's just my opinion of why he's doing this. Let's see if that if that in fact happened. But this this is nuclear, okay? Because he's totally separate from anything that's been going on so far. It's like he's a penny from heaven that just dropped in and out of nowhere. Okay? They say, additionally, wait, let me see. I don't want to miss nothing here. Oh, they say, uh, FBI just told, told Byrne that that was exactly the intent to get Bettina into Trump Mims campaign. Okay? People high up in the FBI wanted Miss Bettina to gain deep access into the Trump campaign. Byrne became suspicious of a corrupt political motive, but he didn't say anything at the time. Additionally, Byrne's assistance was requested for an investigation of Hillary Clinton. There you go again. She's sitting out there all by herself in this story. And everything that he said, there's absolutely nothing else that connects what he was doing to the Clinton campaign. Okay? They say in February uh, or March of 2016, Byrne was told to focus Bettina's attention to the campaign of Trump and to diminish attention towards Rubio or Cruz. The investigation of Hillary ended in late June of 2016. That's when they began the so-called real investigation. Okay? Now, keep in mind, all that stuff with the uh, with Hillary Clinton in the email, all of that is still bubbling. Okay? So they pull him off investigating Hillary, even though everything she's doing has got stamped made in Russia on it. <laughs> but they go on to say, around this time, FBI agents requested Mr. Byrne to focus on developing a romantic relationship with Ms. Bettina and to target her to closer to closer proximity with the Trump family and his campaign. His family and his campaign. They say FBI agents. Uh, instructions were coming from three principal FBI officials. Okay. Byrne named James Comey, Andrew McCabe, Bill Priestap, John Carlin, uh, and Peter Stroke. Mr. Byrne said that the specific instructions were coming to the agent from Peter Stroke. So that he, in effect, becomes, a stroke becomes his handler, okay? They say, these rank-and-file FBI agents were asking Byrne to carry out a covert counterintelligence operation, all right? They say, as a Russian national with Russian interests, Bettina would be defined by U.S. intelligence as an agent of a foreign power. That's like black people being picked up for disorderly conduct, which covers anything the police won't arrest you for. Okay? 
Well, uh, that's the same status that they use this internationally when they want to basically throw uh, hot water on somebody like they did this little white girl, okay? Let's call her a Natasha, like, you know, boys bad enough, and Natasha and, and Rocky and Bullwinkle. Let's just call her right. Natasha. Darlene. Okay? Natasha Darlene. Now, they say, the F, uh, this motive, wait, they say, because of this foreign agent status, Bettina could also be a virus to infect anyone the U.S. intelligence community wished to target domestically. Now, keep in mind now, that's what they did to Carter Page and Papadopoulos. They get the Pfizer reports basically now saying that these people are connected to the Russians. So anybody that's connected to them, they can now do intelligence on them too. All right? They say this motive that the FBI uh, uh, appears to be why the FBI told Byrne where to send Miss Butina. Extended contact with any U.S. person could lead to a Title I surveillance warrant through FISA. Even without the warrant, 702 searches would be valid. So again, all of this is fraud, okay? They say it would appear Miss Bettina was used by the FBI to dirty up political targets, opening them up for surveillance. The FBI in the NSA database could, could be used to monitor people simply by entering their cell phone number and filtering the geo, geolocation. Text log uh, call log emails and sensitive communications can all be reviewed by officials using this database when patrick burn or what patrick burn is describing is an illicit and intentional use of an fbi counter counterintelligence operation to monitor the campaign of the opposing party now, family, you can see the whole nexus of this entire thing and how they're using various nexus points, okay, to set up certain people all with one direct aim, and that is to accuse the Trump administration of Russian collusion, okay? And this guy... Is just another part of it. But he's something that they haven't had up to this point. And that is somebody out of nowhere who is a billionaire who has direct connections to being an FBI informant over the years, over 15 years. And now he's coming forward saying, I was used to use a little Russian white girl to set up the Trump campaign. And if the media wasn't so corrupt and a part of this whole thing, this would be all over the media right now. They say that corrupt aspect is likely why Mueller, Wiseman, 
and the corrupt people within the Department of Justice and FBI wanted Bettina locked away in strict isolation. Then they go on to say, in the Fox Business interview, Byrne describes being offered a billion-dollar bribe to stay quiet. They go on to point out that that could happen by basically dropping the investigation by the SEC and have his stock go up, okay, and associated other things that they could do for him because Wall Street is this crooked as crooked as Epstein's penis. Okay. Now, oh, wow. they close by saying this. FBI agent Peter Stroke's wife, Melissa Hogman, happens to be the associate director of the SEC Enforcement Division, division leading the SEC investigation of Burns Company. So the wife of the FBI agent who was directing Patrick Byrne is now in charge of an uh, opening investigation of Byrne after the corrupt FBI uh, operation hit the headlines. How about that, family? Now you see why Robert X has chosen to stay broke. Okay? Because I'm telling you, they put the IRS on you in a heartbeat. And once they put the IRS on you, they can add pretty much at least 20 other charges. Each one of those charges probably got two to five years uh, connected with them. And you look up and for taking... A hundred dollars and not filing it with the IRS, you get 30 years in prison, half of which is in isolation with no possibility of parole. That's how they play their games. That's what they did to Wesley Snipes. But these bastards, okay, these bastards from Wall Street get caught with all kind of uh, hundreds of billions of dollars in illegal transactions and nobody goes to jail. But because Wesley Snipes says that the IRS is a fraud, which it is, he goes to jail and his career is ruined. Okay. Last article on this guy. Former Overstock CEO alleges deep state blackmail conspiracy following resignation. And this is from BigLeaguePolitics.com. He basically isn't saying anything any different, okay, from what we've already put out there, okay? But it just goes to show you, Bear, like we've been saying all the time, it doesn't matter what they do, all right, in trying to bring down this character we all know as Orange Man, okay? Puckinhead, whatever you want to call him, all right? Um, he's kicking more ass than somebody that te- stepped on the toes of the devil. 
You step on the devil's toe, you expect to get an ass whooping. Well, that's what Trump is doing to him, Bear. And all the time... Go ahead. He's been in their circles. He, he, like you said, he know where all the bodies at. And now that he became president, he really know a lot of things that he didn't know before. Bear, we said from day one that he was going to open up that can of whoop ass called pedophiles. Yeah. From day one. And look at where it is so far. Nobody could have predicted that this is where it would be, okay? Nobody. All right? And they running and scrambling and trying to hide. But guess what, family? They took out Epstein, but time dictates all movement. And no matter what they do, that's this is why Jamie Dimon got busted trying to bring in a billion dollars in cocaine to J.P. Morgan Chase. And that's just what the media told us. We really don't know how much cocaine, all right, because we said none of the drug thing could ever be taking place without the international banks being involved. That's Goldman Sachs, HBSC, all right, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, Etc. Wells Fargo, all right, all of them engaged in money laundering, child ritual sacrifice, and consistent murder. Now, so Robert X, what do you mean consistent murder? I'm going to get a little ahead of myself here, family, only because I know that the truth to power family deserves this. Okay, so let me get a little bit ahead of myself here to show you what I mean. Let's see if we can't crack open some whoop ass on J a candidate whoop ass that Byrne was talking about on J.P. Morgan Chase and all the death that's surrounding them, and nobody says a word. How much time we got left, Sister Bear? Uh, we have an hour and 35 minutes. Okay, well, I, I got to hurry because I definitely got to put part three of Mint Press News, which is 28 pages of Rock'em Sock'em Dynamite that I could have wrote, family, because this is my, she in my stomping grounds now. She in my area. That's why I'm able to add so much other things to what she's talking about. But this last part, it deals specifically with Epstein's connection to the Clintons. So let's go back to this article. Epstein's, or Jeffrey Epstein's death adds to the J.P. Morgan body count. Now I guarantee you, you've heard very little about Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's connections to J.P. Morgan Chase that ain't by accident, family. This is from Wall Street on Parade. Wall Street on Parade. Jeffrey Epstein's death adds to the J.P. Morgan body count. 
And let me add this. Uh, although they left some stuff out uh, based on what I already know, okay, Wall Street on Parade has done a hell of a job because they deal specifically with financial terrorism on Wall Street. Because that's what it is, financial terrorism. Okay? And that's what Epstein was engaged in. Financial terrorism. Using international banks who are all connected to financing ISIS, drug money laundering, offshore bank accounts, child ritual sacrifice that was brought out by the little white boy from Denmark, I think he was from, where uh, he was talking about the fact that he had to get out because they wanted him to participate in child ritual sacrifice. I forget his name, but you can Google banker. uh, How can we put this? Banker quits over child's over uh, banker quits over banker quits for not participating in child sacrifice. And I'm sure some of you remember this guy, I forget his name, okay? But you Google that and you should get a hit on him. And he did a two-part or three-part sit-down where he explained what really goes on. And he he says he handled money for the creme de la creme every single day. And because of his status and making them money doing illegal activities, he was rewarded by allowing uh, them, allowing him to come into their circle of child ritual sacrifices, and he couldn't do it. All right. So now let's get into this article. They say Epstein had close ties to J.P. Morgan Chase. He now joins a dizzying roster of suspicious deaths connected to J.P. Morgan Chase, particularly technology executives who allegedly jumped to their deaths from J.P. Morgan buildings died in two separate cases of murder-suicides in seven months, died of alcohol poisoning, or the recent case of Doug Carucci in March of this year, who died tragically and suddenly with all efforts to obtain information about what happened to him, hitting a brick wall. They say Carucci lives in Manhattan. The medical examiner stated that it had no information at all on any such individual, despite the requirement that any sudden or accidental death must be examined by that office. Did you hear what I said there? This guy ended up dead Right High profile At J.P. Morgan Chase But the the medical examiner Ain't even Don't have no record of his body 
Well, who made the pronouncements as to what he died from? Nobody knows because there ain't no media coverage. Watch this, watch this. They go on to say, uh, mainstream media would not touch the story of Karuchi's death despite a high-ranking employee of J.P. Morgan Chase as global head of currencies, emerging markets, and commodities technology, and global head of FICC electronic, electronic trading technology. That's who he was. No media, no medical examiner. Let's, let's keep going. They say Epstein's ties to J.P. Morgan Chase go back to 2001 when as chairman over Liquid Funding Limited, Liquid Funding Limited, this is Epstein. He chaired Liquid Funding Limited. They say that company appeared to be propped up or propping up subprime mortgage dealers by giving them loans. This is the housing debacle, family. Right. Okay. That's over a, a, a quadrillion. That's way beyond trillion, okay? A quadrillion in fake debt receipts or assets because they was breaking up people's mortgages and selling them on Wall Street in bits and pieces so the people didn't know who the hell was owning their mortgage because they gambling with it. Well, it it the, the, the amount of debt because these are people's pension funds and all this stuff, okay? All wrapped up in all that fraud. It was all fraudulent, which means that if you think you got, let's just say, a half a million dollars in your nest egg, it was all based on fraud to begin with. And because you lose in fraud as opposed to a half a million, now you look into your retirement account if things were proper, and you know what you got in there, Bam? What? A nickel and a nail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing, but that's how deep this is. Because the entire global uh, uh, gross domestic, uh, domestic product, all of the value of the entire world, can't come near what these debt obligations are. That's how deep this is. And that's what's behind the scenes that's causing the rumbling and has been causing the rumbling, okay, in the global markets all the time. Because it don't take much to pull the rug out from under all of it. Okay? Now, I needed to put that in there. They say, the company appeared to be uh, propping up subprime mortgage dealers by giving them loans, just like the Federal Reserve did. Bear Stearns owned 40% of the equity in Liquid Funding Limited. That's Epstein's company that has that he's the chairman over that has close ties to J.P. Morgan Chase. They say 
J.P. Morgan Chase was one of the three banks providing $250 million in liquidity to fund Liquid Funding Limited. J.P. Morgan Chase was also the security trustee, meaning they were pretty much the co-signer. Trust us. We got your back. That's J.P. Morgan Chase. To show that we got your back, we're going to give you $250 million in liquid so that anybody comes snooping around, they think you got this much on hand. But they were just one of three banks. They go on to say, J.P. Morgan Chase has been compared to the Gambino crime family by two trial lawyers, Helen Davis Chapman and Lance Gotthoffer. The lawyer said, quote, like the Gambino crime family, J.P. Morgan Chase recognizes that getting caught is the cost of doing business illegally, unquote. It's the cost of doing business illegally. The lawyers list a jaw-dropping chronology of illegal acts by J.P. Morgan Chase. They go on to say, Jamie Dimon has remained at the helm despite three felony accounts. Two of the felony accounts came as a result of J.P. Morgan Chase's handling of the account of Bernie Madoff. The bank was hit with another felony along with other banks for rigging the foreign exchange trading market. So it's just all criminality all the time. Okay? And you might recall, Bev, uh, about eight years ago or so, we went into the banking thing, okay, uh, with the two major banks that were battling each other, J.P. Morgan Chase and Goldman Sachs. They were battling each other for supremacy under Obama. Okay? So, again, we got a little background in this stuff, so we know what they're talking about. And as time went on, we began to talk about all the murders that's occurring in J.P. Morgan Chase with young people. If you think I'm lying, family, just Google murders con- murders uh, connected to J.P. Morgan Chase. And let me see how fast you can go close your account and open up your account at another bank or credit union. I will suggest credit union. Okay? Now, they go on to say, since the financial crisis, the bank has paid out more than $36 billion to settle fraud charges. Ain't the name of sessions fraud bill? Uh, no say that again. They got all that dope money. That's right. And they got the Federal Reserve. We ain't got there yet. 
Oh, yeah. Because yeah. the, the Federal Reserve is a silent partner in all this criminal activity. Yeah. Now you understand, family, why Trump has been calling out the Federal Reserve? It's much deeper. But he expects you to go take a look. Now, here's the deal, Bev. Remember we mentioned BCCI? Mm-hmm. That's coming up on the yep. menu next. Okay. Okay? And guess who's connected to all of that? None other than the Federal Reserve. Mm. So let's keep going. They say the bank had to, they paid $36 billion to settle fraud charges. And the bank is currently under another criminal probe for illegal manipulation of the gold and silver markets. Quote, they're going to say, quote, when Jeffrey Epstein was serving time for soliciting prostitution, he got a surprising visitor. This is in Florida family. James E. Staley, a top J.P. Morgan Chase executive and one of the highest ranking figures on Wall Street. Quote, Mr. Staley had good reason to maintain his relationship with Mr. Epstein. Over the years, Epstein had funneled dozens of wealthy clients to Mr. Staley and his bank. Staley is, unquote, Staley is now chief executive of Barclays. Another of the banks charged in the 2015, a charge in 2015 for rigging the foreign exchange trading market with J.P. Morgan Chase. Bloomberg reported just five days before Epstein's death that Staley and his wife visited Epstein on his private Caribbean island, Little St. James. Epstein was involved with Staley in brokering a deal where J.P. Morgan purchased a majority stake in the hedge fund Highbridge Capital Management that was co-founded by Glenn Dubin and Henry Swiker. Epstein was paid $15 million for brokering the deal. Highbridge Capital had affiliates in secrecy jurisdictions like the Cayman Islands, Luxembourg, and Jersey. Not New Jersey. This, was, this Jersey is in the British Isles. They say after Epstein served his jail term, Glenn Dubin remained friendly. Documents in a defamation lawsuit against Ghislaine Maxwell that were unsealed showed that Virginia Guffrey charged that Maxwell directed her to have sex with Dubin and other numerous powerful men. Guffrey also told the Miami Herald that Epstein asked her to sexually please powerful men so that he could use the information as leverage if he needed it. Two days before Epstein's untimely death, Reporters wrote that compliance officers at J.B. Morgan Chase recommended a decade ago 
that they should close Epstein's account. But the spokesperson at J.P. Morgan Chase, Mary Erdos, uh, one of the bank's top executives, intervened to stop the account purge. They're going to say J.P. Morgan Chase has, through the years, maintained a steady roster of former CIA agents and Secret Service officials. Let me read that again because I know the family probably was listening to a little bit of O.V. Wilson, a nickel and a nail, so you might have missed that. J.P. Morgan Chase has, through the years, maintained a steady roster of former CIA and Secret Service officials. Thomas Higgins, the former senior officer and station chief in the CIA's National Clandestine Service, was previously the global head of operational control for J.P. Morgan Chase. Because as we've already outlined over the years, family, the CIA is nothing more than the corporate police. They do the bidding of the corporate structure. This is before the white boy comes out and wrote, writes the economic hitman. Myself, Steve Coakley, Brother Randy, and others were already laying out the connections between the international banking cartel and the CIA. So they say, Bud Cato, a regional security manager for J.P. Morgan Chase, Worked for the CIA in foreign clandestine operations and in Middle East operations. Family. Okay? Now, if you really want to get into something, again, I, I don't have time to go into it here now, but Google... Uh, uh, suspicious deaths connected to J.P. Morgan Chase. Okay, I only gave you uh, a one in this article. But over the years, again, we've documented the number of people that just love to commit suicide, even in their 20s. The only thing that ties them all together is they were high-profile people at J.P. Morgan Chase. All right? So now, that's just the beginning, family. That's just the beginning. Once you really see and understand how this country is really run, uh, I won't say you'll be just like me, but you'll have the, some of the same drawbacks, maybe not as ferocious as mine, as I do. And while you hear me say I don't use things like PayPal, Okay? When I know it's much easier, okay, to acquire, you know, donations from the family. I know that. But knowing what I do, I would be complicit in my own demise if I allowed that to take place. That's me. That's on me. I have to make those determinations. And the same goes for social media. Because I'm telling you, 
You can't separate these people we've been talking about in social media who connected to this same stuff. That's what we've been laying out here over the past couple of months. Okay? And this is this is specifically for Alex Jones. I know you checking what we talk about. No problem. I ain't got no problem with it. But I'm only reading from the documentation that points to the fact that this is Jewish all the way through. I don't give a damn that you don't want to hurt your Jewish handlers, if you got any. That ain't my concern, man. At all. I want you to refute these things that we are documenting here. Refute them if you can. And I know you like to say it ain't just Jews. And I know that it ain't just Jews. Okay? It's people who claim all religious persuasions. But the people at the very top, I'm talking about these fake royal families, have so-called Jewish lineage. And that's a fact, whether you want to accept it or not. Okay? That's a fact. And they've been intermarried with each other for centuries. That's a fact. I'll stand my research up to anybody when it comes to the power dynamic, okay? Anybody, all right? So I'm very comfortable with saying these things because it's true. So let's go to Genesis, Sister Bear, family. Yeah. And strap yourselves in if you ain't already strapped in. Because now we're going to go into this, the genesis and evolution of the Jeffrey Epstein-Bill Clinton relationship. You know, the one that the media didn't want to tell you about, didn't want to talk about. Right. This is off the charts. This one is off the charts. It's from Mint Press News. Let me get into it. As I told you, 28 pages. So, Bear, I went through it and X'd out this and X'd out that. And so don't let me go past 20 minutes or so so the family can call in and make their comments, okay? I mean, don't let me go past when we got at least 20 minutes 20 to go. 20 minutes before. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they say in the article, Epstein had told those close to him that he feared for his life prior to his sudden suicide while his defense lawyers claim that he planned to cooperate with federal authorities. Following the conclusion by the medical examiner that Epstein's death was a suicide, contested by Epstein's attorneys as well as independent forensic pathologists, given the evidence pointing towards strangulation, media coverage slowed to a trickle. I wonder why, family. Gone are any hints of the larger scandal that Epstein, quote, belonged to intelligence, unquote. They say Mint Press has revealed Epstein is a sexual, or ran a sexual blackmail operation involving minors connected to intelligence agencies. One of many operations 
that's taken place for decades from the nexus between the CIA, organized crime, and Israeli intelligence. And I would add, but she may not notice, maybe she didn't go into that area of research. I have gone into it over the years. MI6, British intelligence, and MI5, which is the British equivalent of the FBI. That for for decades, they said MI6 didn't even exist. British intelligence didn't exist. It was only MI5. Just like they said here, the NSA didn't exist. They would call you a conspiracy theorist in the 80s if you talked about the NSA. It didn't exist. Okay? They go on to say, the final installment uh, of this series will focus on Democratic politicians, namely the Clinton family, and their ties to the same networks, as well as Jeffrey Epstein. I'm sorry, family. I got to go there, even though you may not want me to go there, but I got to go there, family, because I feel your pain. And I think I'm getting ready to feel some pain of my own here in a, in a minute because I think they're coming at this ass in a minute, family. <laughs> they, they, no, they're not going to do anything to him because he's a president. If if right. anything, he'll die of unknown causes. And then Hillary will die a month later. And they'll wrap mm-hmm. it up as two lovebirds who loved each other so much, even though they was bisexual and screwing anything that moved. Okay? Uh, They were heavily in love with each other. That's how the media would portray these two bastards. They say the Clinton's involvement in Iran-Contra revolved around covert activities at MENA Airport that involved the CIA front company, Southern Air Transport while Clinton was the governor, okay? Lexley Wexner and Jeffrey Epstein would play a major role in Southern Air Transport relocation to Columbus, Ohio, leading to concerns that both men were not only working with the CIA, but Wexner's company, The Limited, used the CIA-linked airline for smuggling. Well, ain't that what his mentor, a Rosenstiel, did with his warehouses with the mob during Prohibition? They're going to say Epstein had forged close ties to Lynn Forrester the Rothschild and made several personal visits uh, to the official presidential Residence. Some of these ties appear related to Epstein's shady financial activity that involved currency markets and offshore tax havens uh, he, that he began while working for Iran Contra figures that were tied to the CIA linked Bank of Credit and Commerce International, BCCI and the Mossad. Evidence suggests that Epstein had a close relationship with BCCI 
after leaving Bear Stearns. I start, look, this just because I've been talking about this bank before this article was written. As the family well knows. Okay. And we talked about Danny Casalaro way before these articles were written. They're going to say the power structure revealed by this network connected to Epstein is a criminal enterprise and transcends nationality and is willing to use and abuse children in the pursuit of power, wealth, and control. Okay? Willing to use any means necessary to cover its tracks, this criminal racket integrated into the levels of power that's truly too big to fail. And Sister Bev, I got to step away for about a minute here. Okay. okay. Right. I need about a minute. I'll be right okay. back. Okay. And um, for those of you that have questions or even if you have comments, uh, we're going to open up the phone line in a little while. And the number is 323-642-1586. That's 323-642-1586. And push the number one, and then I'll see that uh, you want to talk. But... um, you know, this country has been bankrupt since 1933. The Federal Reserve did that. And so from my understanding, uh, Trump is taking the uh, country, the uh, America, out of bankruptcy. So that's what you're going to really see what's going to be going on when he starts to deal with this Federal Reserve and these bankers here. Uh, so, you know, they took our gold and silver and gave us paper, gave us an IOU, and they've been using us as collateral. And all that debt that they owe, they owed it to us because they used us uh, in the place of the gold and silver. So they just came and took all. I bet you it's nothing over in Fort Knox or wherever the gold is supposed to be at because they in this robbed us. So, and then get um, turn around turn around and get paid mm-hmm. when you die. At your death. Yes. They they insurance on yes. <laughs> That's the I mean they did a job on, on the people. So people is waking up. If they if you're not waking up, Trump gonna wake you up. So if you die, you in a coma. You're not That's right. you in a coma. And that's why we said, okay. Sister Bear, that this country mm-hmm. needs an enema. Bad. <laughs> I mean, bad. And, you know, again, I understand people's connections, you know, to the whole political thing, but it's all emotion. This yeah. is what you're really connecting yourself to, okay? Forget yeah. all that stuff they want to tell you on TV. That ain't real. None of that stuff real. That's to keep you anesthetized. Hooked to Coke Pepsi, red yeah. blue. That's what that's for. 
And it's why I tell people, you ain't missing nothing if you turn that, that nonsense off. You ain't missing nothing. Because they're not going to tell you anything. If I can go and pull this stuff up, these people have tens of thousands of researchers who can go and pull this same stuff up if they wanted you to know it. And they're not going to do it because they're the same people. So let me go back to this. They say, uh, in fact, Mina, wait, wait, let me go back. When one thinks of the Iran-Contra scandal, former President Bill Clinton played an outsized role in the scandal using Arkansas at, when he was the governor as a rallying point for the CIA's uh, U.S. side of the Contra operation. In fact, Mina, nestled in the Ozark Mountains, would be a hub for drug and arms smuggling and the training of CIA far-right militias. Okay, under the CIA, Bill Casey, who used his company family, uh, Cap Cities, okay, to buy stock in ABC, and as a result, it became ABCIA. This is during the eighties, okay, and right when he was due to testify at Iran, the Iran Contra scandal, he quickly came down with brain cancer and died. It's the head of the CIA, Bill Casey. So they say, under the CIA's Bill Casey, Mina Airport was used to stockpile and deliver arms and ammunition to the Contras. Arms were sometimes exchanged for cocaine from the cartels, which would be used to fund the covert CIA operation. Efforts have been made to dismiss Clinton's role, his direct intervention. In fact, Clinton sent the Arkansas National Guard to Honduras to train the Contras to overthrow their government. Clinton would discuss his firsthand knowledge uh, with now Attorney General William Barr. This is back then, family. Much, uh, much of the, both the weapons and the drugs was carried out uh, by CIA DEA operative Barry Seal. A federal investigation by the Arkansas State Police established that Barry Seal worked for the Medellin cartel as well as the CIA and DEA and laundered his profits partly through financial institutions in Arkansas, like the ABSPA, the Arkansas Development Finance Authority, that the Clintons were using their part of the money to to launder their money. Okay? This is just the tip of the iceberg, family, and I'm only giving you one instance. The Rolls Law Firm that Hillary Clinton sat on his board along with Webster Hubble and the guy who got killed at Fort Marcy Park, Vince Foster, because he was shaking like a leaf that he was going to be exposed in all this drug money laundering, and he knew what happened to people that got exposed in the Clinton camp. They committed suicide, just like Epstein. And so he knew that even jail was no secure place, just like Epstein. 
they say, uh, so Barry Seal was uh, working for the Medellin cartel as well as the CIA and DEA and was laundering his his money uh, in financial institutions financial institutions in Arkansas. Seal was in close contact with Oliver North, who should have been up under the prison. But why lock up Oliver North when you can lock up Freeway Ricky Ross instead? A little nigger from the West Coast. Why lock up the little white boy in uniform when you can lock up the nigger who can't even read? But he hooked up to this cartel without understanding that he hooked up to it. When he get busted and get ready to go to jail, then Ricky Ross realized that he's part of something that's much bigger that involves smuggling Uzis that are manufactured only in Israel all over the black community. Let me say that again. The Uzis are named after Israeli hero. From the military uh, criminal military complex named Uzi. And in the 1980s, all of a sudden, you can't buy them at the gun store. They end up everywhere, all over the black community. So now you can shoot 10 people at a time. That's what's been going on ever since. You can't say that. Because we got niggas in office that's, or niggas running for office. And that's what I call them, niggas. I hate the word, too. But we got niggas running for office, so you can't talk about this stuff. Let's see if we can ask Maxine about all this. See if she remember when the hearings were going on and she was all over it. Then all of a sudden, she dropped it. That was during the Clinton administration. How the hell could you miss him? Maxine, now she running around here, got the nerve to call somebody a Russian agent. Because she know black people forgot. We forgot that you can't talk about all that cocaine and crack that was going on all over this country and not talk about the Clintons. Because the major transshipment point was right there in Mena, Arkansas, and the other spot was right down there in Florida. Let, let me go on. They say a SEAL used aircraft that belonged to Southern Air Transport, formerly Air America, that was once directly owned by the CIA. It was a CIA front. They say former Arkansas policeman turned personal driver and security guard for Bill Clinton, L.D. Brown, recounts Clinton encouraged him to seek out a post at the CIA. Clinton went so far as to edit the essay that Brown wrote for the application. The CIA then put Brown in touch with Barry Seal as his handler. Seal would later be gunned down in 1986 while serving six months probation for drug smuggling. The reason that they gave him probation was because they was getting ready to put him away for good. They wanted him out of the jail, okay, where they could kill him. And the order came from old man Bush, okay? They say, Seal was not the only affiliate of Oliver North. Terry Reed, who worked for North since 1983, see, family. 
And I know some of you remember too. I listened to so many uh, radio programs back in the day with Terry Reed talking about all this stuff and, and other people connected with the Clintons and how they were still on the run. Okay. Uh, uh, it wasn't funny family. So I know all this stuff like the back of my hand. They say Terry Reed, who worked for Oliver North since 1983, claimed to have been put in touch with Seal by North. He is, they established a base in Nella, Arkansas. Reed further asserted that drug money was being laundered through Arkansas financial institutions. After Clinton's half-brother, Roger, was busted for cocaine smuggling. Clinton would later pardon him. The CIA sought to move the Contra operations to put a damper on the sloppy Arkansas-based operation. Everything the Clintons do is sloppy. Okay? That's why we're sitting here talking about all this right now. They say, according to Terry Reid, compromise. Clinton, Bush, and the CIA there was a hush meeting that was held in a bunker at Camp Robinson in North Little Rock. Bill Barr, representing himself as the emissary of CIA Director Bill Casey, told Clinton, look, the deal was made, the deal made was to line down money through your bond business. But what we didn't plan on was you and your nigga here that's what they got in the article, family, was you and your nigga here start taking yourselves seriously and purposely shrinking our laundry. They were concerned that Bill was not only filling up his nose, because remember his brother, Roger Clinton, said Bill had a nose like a Hoover vacuum cleaner. Okay? Mm-hmm. But you can also Google this term. They were giving toga parties in the government mansion. In Arkansas, toga parties with tables full of cocaine. Just Google that. Clinton engaged in toga parties. You know where they all wore the, sh- the sheets like back in Rome? And they would have the, all the little high school girls in there filling up their nose and freaking them all day long. Okay? Hmm. Does that remind you of something, Bill? What? Now, Clinton thing? didn't go to jail. No. Clinton didn't go to jail, but Kwame went to jail. Ain't that what's oh, going, what yeah. was going on in the mansions in Detroit? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but Kwame go to jail. Bill goes to the White House. Yeah. Let Kwame out. Let him out. Period. Uh, let Bill Cosby out. Drop all charges against R. Kelly. Because if Bill don't go, he in, he involved with all of it. If Bill don't go, damn it, they shouldn't go. Now, they say Barr chastised Clinton for his sloppy handling. He later told Clinton, this is according to Terry Reid, you and your state have been our greatest asset. Mr. Casey wanted me to pass that on to you, unless you fuck up. You are number one on the short list for a shot at the job that you've always wanted. You and your guys, 
like you are the fathers of the new government. We are the new covenant. All that's in quotes, family. That Bill okay. Barr said that. That's that's Bill Barr talking. And we told oh, you he was a, a CIA to the bone. Remember, man, his daddy worked for the CIA predecessor, the OSS. Yeah. Kicking so ASS. So why Trump got him in there trying to get him to bust his buddies, his own people? For the same reason that he got, and all these people ain't his people. They ain't mm-hmm. that necessarily no honor among thieves. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, um, Trump has to make certain allowances, which is why you got uh, that, that handlebar Nazi um, in the State Department. John, what's his name? Gah. Too many names, family. Y'all know who I'm talking about. That whitehead Nazi that's been trying to start wars everywhere he go. Going oh, and he go all the way back. That's who I'm talking about. That's who I'm talking about. These these people got connections that ease the pressure off of Trump. And if Barr hadn't got there, can can you imagine if Barr hadn't got there and Sessions is there? Mm. When you listen to the interviews with Philip Byrne, he points out that he was scared to come forth because Sessions was the attorney general. Mm. And he talked about Sessions like he got a tail. You'll hear it in the interview. He says they're going to erect a statue to Bill Barr. This is what Burns said, not me. Okay? What I'm saying is the level of evidence of stuff that's going on, nobody can deal with. Nobody can refute. It's ir- this stuff here is public. The criminality is public. And they got testimony. Even Bill Barr can't cover this up. Okay, who you work for? There are people who are watching what's going on. There's an election, okay, right around the corner, okay, about 14 months away. If people don't get indicted and convicted, there's no way in hell Trump can win the White House. Now, I've told you a whole bunch of things. That won't stop him from winning. Two things that will stop him from winning. Even the economy crashing won't stop him from winning the White House. And he knows it. The two things that will stop him is a a war that's totally unnecessary and dropping the ball on this stuff. Can't afford it. Too many people are aware. I'm talking to public. Right. Okay. So I think that's what this guy, Byrne, is really about. He's for limiting the scope of who going to jail. That's why he keeps throwing Clinton out there. All right? And the other thing I believe is that 
if my thesis is correct, they will get limited jail time. Okay? But we talking treason at the highest levels, CIA, FBI. You don't get no higher than that. I thought that's supposed to be Well, yeah, but they ain't gonna charge him with treason. Oh. Okay. I'm telling but you that's what they'll what the do. The president been saying. He's been saying that is all the time that this is treason. That is correct. No question about it. And we said it before he did. Okay. But I'm telling you, the things don't work like that. They'll mm-hmm. prop up and continue to prop up the criminality because the country is bigger than all of the criminality. That's how they think. Okay? Now, they say, uh, oh, wow, I forgot my spot. They say, former IRS investigator William Duncan teamed with Arkansas State Police investigator Russell Welch. See, I know all these names in a decades-long battle to bring the matter to light. Of the nine separate state and federal probes, all of them failed. Duncan would later say, quote, they interfered with, with and covered up, and the justice system was subverted, unquote. And Duncan was instructed to, quote, remove all files concerning the MENA investigation from the Arkansas of, I'm sorry, from the Attorney General's office, unquote. The Attorney General was Bill Barr, currently Attorney General under Trump. They go on to say, so, uh, go ahead, Bill. So is this why Trump is, is removing uh, all of them judges because he had elected, you know, put in place a whole lot of judges. Right. Is he cleaning house with the judges? You cannot have a, a clean house take place unless you deal with the law, first and foremost. That's the judges, that's okay. FBI, CIA, et cetera. Okay. Because they're the ones charged with what? Carrying out the laws Right So yes He has to remove them That's the heart of everything That's how the Clintons have been able And murder Inc. the Gambino crime family That's how they've been able to operate They control the law Mm -hmm. This high profile guy sitting up in prison And the next thing you know He hung himself On a bed railing With some sheets that was lighter than paper. The sheets that they're talking about, family, are like when you go to the hospital and they got you laying on that paper, uh, you know, the average little clinic, the doctors got that paper that they can just roll back you right. know, once you get through. Yeah, that's the paper that they're talking about in the prison. They say he hung himself and with that. A- wow. Paper towel. Yes. That's what it's like. <laughs> It don't see it doesn't matter because they running the law. So in the media, so the media ain't gonna ask what is it about this paper out here that was in that was basically the the sheets on these beds uh, at the MCC. 
How does he hang himself with some paper? Who gonna ask that? You ask that, next thing you know, your job gone. The name of the game is guts, and most of these people ain't got none. Now, let's keep going. They say another Clinton connection to the CIA runs through Arkansas financier Jackson Stevens and BCCI. Stevens was among the richest people in Arkansas and was a major donor to Bill Clinton. He's also responsible uh, in large part for the rise of Walmart. Walmart was a pretty much a local operation until the Clintons come to office. Then they become national. Okay. And people are pissed off. But Bill has a long history with uh, Sam Walton and Jackson Stevens, who we covered extensively back in the day. They say, Jackson Stevens bankrolled Bill Clinton's rise to political prominence. In addition, Worthen Bank uh, majority was majority owned by Stevens and provided Clinton a $3.5 million line of credit. Stevens' businesses were represented by the Rose Law Firm, where Hillary Clinton was a partner. Okay? A redacted FBI report from 1998, described Stevens as having, quote, lengthy and continuing ties to the Clinton administration uh, and allegations that Stevens had been involved in the illegal handling of campaign contributions for the Democratic Party. I'm sorry, the Democratic National Party. Family, sound familiar? Mm Now, let's keep going. They say BCCI had been founded uh, had been founded by bankers from Pakistan. Sound familiar, family? If it don't sound familiar, Google the Awan brothers that was run by Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Uh, from Pakistan, she, they were from Pakistan. She's a Jew. She running them for Mossad, okay, which is why she had to step down. With all that criminal stuff that was going on With the Democratic Party in 2016 She's also down in Broward County in Florida Okay But the Awan brothers ran a company Remember family? Called the Car Import Agency The initials are CIA And they gathering information on the Democratic Party, particularly the black Congress people, people that they consider may be a, a problem, may want to move away, they blackmailing them. That's why the Awan brothers got let go, and Trump kept mentioning uh, these brothers from Pakistan. Where was Barack Obama's first CIA station? In Pakistan. Where was Barack Obama's photos for one of Barack Obama's first boyfriend surface? Where was he from? Royalty in Pakistan. Where's the first place that Barack Obama bombs as soon as he gets in office? Pakistan. Now, let me play on that word Pakistan. You understand why people would pack and leave if they can. Pakistan, 
attack and lead if they can. I'll go mm-hmm. on, family. <laughs> so BCCI had been founded by bankers from Pakistan, but it was CIA officials who appeared to have been involved, and the BCCI founder, Aga Hassan Abedi, had been encouraged by the CIA to found the bank after, quote, the agency realized that an international bank could provide valuable cover for the intelligence operations, unquote. So it was a CIA who was behind the Pakistani bankers that basically provided cover for the for the uh, BCCI, the Bank of Crooks and Criminals International. They say CIA documents later surfaced and stated that BCCI was directly involved in money laundering, narco financing, gun running, and holding large sums of money for terrorist groups, unquote. Sound familiar? Does that sound like HSBC? Does that sound like the Clinton Foundation? Let's keep going, family. They say Catherine Austin Fitz believes that those links went well beyond the CIA. After reading documents regarding the bank's activities, to her, there was no way clandestine activities were carried out, were carried on, without the full knowledge of the Federal Reserve, specifically the Federal Reserve Bank of New York and the White House. Sound familiar, family? They say BCCI played a key role in Iran-Contra. Adnan Khashoggi, name sound familiar, family? Used one BCC account a BCCI account, to move more than $20 million related to illegal arms sales, and BCCI uh, created fake documentation, including checks signed by Oliver North, allowing the sale to go forward. The The bank later claimed it had no record of these transactions. Sound familiar, family? Fake documentation? Do they mean Jeffrey Epstein's fake passport? Let me keep going. They say BCCI appears to have been involved in sex trafficking of underage girls that had not yet reached puberty. According to the report, the BCCI affair that was done by uh, Senators John Kerry and Hank Brown, BCCI officials obtained leverage with powerful individuals, including members of the ruling families of the United Arab Emirates, by providing them with young virgins. Hmm. According to one U.S. investigator, former BCCI officials told him that BCCI also provided males to homosexual VIPs. Sounds like Dying Core family? Because Dying Core was at their height. Doing all of this stuff. They were directly involved in it. Because all they've been doing is changing the name of the corporations, okay? What used to be Air America 
is now Southern Air Transport. You know, like the major corporations in this country do when they get busted. Next thing you know, they didn't change the name of the corporation. Now you know why they do that. It's to keep the the general population confused. They go on to say, BCCI was brought into the United States by the business community through Jackson Stevens and Burt Lance, former Jimmy Carter budget director from Atlanta, who assisted BCCI in the acquisition of First American Bank. The law firm involved in this was Rose Law Firm, and it involved Hillary Webster Hubble, who is Chelsea's real daddy, okay, and C.J. Garrard. Also involved were Clark Clifford, the former Secretary of Defense under Johnson, and Kamal Adhan, former director, former director general of Saudi intelligence. One of the men added to the BCCI board after the acquisition of First American Bank was Robert Keith Gray, who boasted of his close relationship with CIA's Bill Casey. Gray was also an expert in homosexual blackmail operations for the CIA and collaborated with Roy Cohn. Some of Gray's clients at the powerful PR firm that he led, Hill and Knowlton. Remember, Sister Bear family, we mentioned Hill Knowlton a few years ago as one of those agencies, okay, that dealt with PR, right, uh, that were extremely problematic in terms of they were nothing more than CIA-run outfits, okay? Uh, but they say great... Uh, some of Gray's clients at the powerful PR law, firm, uh, law, PR firm he led, Hill and Noten, included BCCI clients and Mossad-linked individuals such as Adnan Khashoggi. Remember, family, his nephew just got sliced and diced in little pieces when he went to work for this new CCC, uh, the new CIA operation called the Washington Post against the Saudis who now got another royal family in charge. Okay? So he is his his uncle that's connected with the arm smuggling Adnan Khashoggi that we talked about uh, years ago and earlier uh, as a part of the whole uh, his, when his nephew got killed. We told you that we didn't lose no sleep because we know that these Khashoggi's, that Khashoggi was the close friend with the grammar school with uh, 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 who was the so-called terrorist that they buried, uh, Osama bin Laden. Okay? That Khashoggi went to grade school, grammar school, lifelong friend, and fought with Osama bin Laden. Okay? Well, we now find that Hill and Noten had his uncle as a client, and he also had Mark Rich as a client, who Clinton pardoned right before he left office, and all hell broke loose. They said, 
while the Rose Law Firm was assisting BCCI's interest into the American financial system, it also represented uh, uh, Stevens' owned. Uh, it, it also represented Stevens' own financial services, Stevens Inc., as well as the data processing company Systematics Inc. that Stevens acquired in the late 1960s. They say Systematics was a primary vehicle or front company for the National Security Agency in the 80s and early 90s to market and implant bug software in the world's major money-centered banks and clearinghouses. That's right, family. We talking Inslaw and the Promise software again. So now you can see how far back the Clintons are engaged in this stuff through Jackson Stevens and Stevens, Inc., specifically Systematics that's connected to the NSA. How much time we got now, left, Sister Bear? I got uh, a half an hour. Uh, are these the um, people that Trump was beating with about his hotel? The Saudi Arabia. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not following you. Say that again. <clears throat> the these these um, Middle Eastern that's connected with these people. They not the family that was beefing with Trump, was it before he became president? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. That that was the old school Saudi family. Okay. Right. Because remember, the Saudi line—they got so many wives that they mm-hmm. pretty much pick and choose who's going to be their successful. Because they got children everywhere, so everybody mm-hmm. can't become the king. It's got to be agreed upon pretty much by the other family members, and that agreement generally comes uh, through people being threatened, or you know, one of the family members getting their head cut off, and that kind of stuff. They call it skullduggery. That's why when the current prince, uh, Ben Salman, uh, when he comes to power with with his daddy, you notice right after the the situation in Trump's uh, financial backers' background, Las Vegas, where all the people allegedly got shot up, uh, Ben Salman immediately went and arrested all of his opposition in the royal families in Saudi Arabia hung some of them upside mm-hmm. down. Yeah. That's how they play. They just cut your damn head off. Okay? And send it to some send it to some of the other family members. All right. They don't send messages in a bottle. They send a head mm-hmm. in a box. So now they say Michael Rupert asserted that this bug software was the promised software, which both the U.S. and Israeli intelligence bugged. We talked about that last week. To spy on uh, intelligence uh, that was marketed by Robert Maxwell, the father of Jeffrey Epstein's madam, Ghislaine Maxwell. Rupert cited systematics as a primary developer 
of promise for financial intelligence use. Read into that Wall Street. Okay, family? Now, you know, Sister Bear, I'm almost reluctant mm-hmm. to go any further. Uh, okay. Because I, I, one thing I forgot to tell you is we will not be here tomorrow. Okay. Family. Because uh, I got to do the form Saturday, and I got to go back and read all them long documents and all that stuff and add other stuff. So, unfortunately, I won't be here tomorrow. But I suggest that we stop here. You go and pull up that document from uh, this one I'm reading from, from the Mint Press News, and you can follow along with me next Monday and Tuesday when we'll be able to uh, get back on this. Because I'm telling you. This is mind-blowing stuff, and then that's to be, or this is to be connected with the finance, the Wall Street part that we just gave you a little sample of, okay? That to be followed by this island in New Mexico that we still haven't gotten to, and the occult connections with his island, right? as well as his relationships with the technocracy, okay, and eugenics, family. So you can see, we are just scratching the surface, and the real good parts, we haven't even got to yet, if you can believe that. We ain't... We ain't even got to the real good. I know because I've already read the stuff. But it's got to be done systemically so you understand this whole thing. That's why, if you notice, I ain't even dealt with the death and all the stuff that surrounded that because I don't want to get out of step, okay? So we ain't even dealt with his death at all. That stuff's still coming out. So we got a long way to go, family. But I said it before and I'll say it again. We want the family to be able to pick up these programs and be able to give a blow-by-blow account of what really went down with Jeffrey Epstein. So we're covering every bit of it. We ain't just giving you no two-hour presentation. That don't cover it. Okay? And... Even more importantly, Bev, for the family to be able to go yeah. up and pull up the research. Pull up the research to prove your point and beat the hell out of these politicians with the research. If you catch right. them coming over your airwaves, beat the hell out of them with the research. Ask them yeah. about all this because all this stuff is documented. You're going to lock up black people for drugs and let Hillary going to get mad at black people for not supporting this monster Hillary Clinton and her even monstrous husband Bill Clinton and this sleazy slimy Barack Obama who reminds me of a used car salesman (laughs) no Uh, uh, Dr. Dr. Robert X Give out your information uh, so the people 
please send Dr. Robert X some, a donation, please, he, so he can keep up this excellent research. I know he don't use PayPal, so, you know, he have a way of you uh, sending in your donation. And Robert X, give out your information, please. Bear, it's funny you say that, Bear, because I went through two cartridges between uh, Friday and Sunday. Mm. Two ink cartridges. That was 40 bucks. I yeah, went through them like nothing flat. Okay? So, uh, stay tuned, family. Uh, we, we on it. Okay? We on it like nobody's business. So, I just want to say that this coming Saturday, we're going to go into part one of, uh, and notice, I didn't say Frankenstein. I said Frankenstein. Okay? The real monster. Frankenstein. So this coming uh, Saturday on August 31st at 6129 South Cottage Grove at 3 p.m., we're going to deal with part one of Frankenstein's children. Epstein, Bernstein, Weinstein. And then part two is going to take place at 11006 South Michigan on September 15th, two weeks later. That's from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. The one on Cottage Grove is a $10 donation. The one on 110th, that's part two, is free. So this, the most important part, where well, both parts are important, that's just the part we haven't gotten to yet. Uh, uh, we're going to do that one for free, Bear. So it's it's in the spirit so of truth to power. Why, why why are you doing it for free? Because I, you know, I'm I'm just not one of those people that like to do what I do for money. If I if I could but, do the one on Cottage Grove for free, I would do that one for free. Because to me, yes, I put forty years in this, so it's my life. But it's no longer work, even though it is. Now, I hope that makes sense, okay? Because uh, I fully expect, Bear, that when they lay me in my grave, if I get one, uh, I doubt if I get one. All they're going to find when they look into my bank account is a nickel and a nail. <laughs> <laughs> the research and he always tells me this okay um he appreciates the research he always takes up donations at his spot so i don't want to shake up or break the protocol all right so i'm willing to keep it like that uh because he knows his audience better than i do Mm -hmm. and so far we always have good turnouts we have good turnouts at his at his place Many of my people can't make it on that Sunday for whatever reason. They have other obligations or whatever. So his people makes up for that, all right? And so I know that eventually 
we're going to merge all of it. Okay, we may have to do it on a Friday so my people can come and his people can come. But it's moving towards something much greater. And the brother's a good brother. He and one of my other closest friends are putting together some economic things here. So I'm willing to work with him. And he's a younger brother. I'm willing to work with him to give him the foundation of the research, okay, because this is going to assist him of what he's going to have to deal with further on down the line if he is successful in dealing with the whole economic piece that we started, you know, 30 years ago. Okay. Okay, I'm just being nosy, that's all. Yeah, that's all right, man. We love that nosy, (laughs) okay? (laughs) But uh, I wouldn't, I'm not one to try to come in and try to shake up things too much. uh, So that's what we're going to do. I'm going to do part one at my place and part two at his place. Now, I think that his right. people are going to love it because, man, they've been really, they are really tripping. Believe me. Well, that's good. they waking up. they woke. Yeah. They can go home yeah. and wake the rest of the family up. That's right. That's, uh, when that's I gave the last little presentation there, Bev, last Sunday uh, on okay. uh, the celebration of Marcus Garvey, as I was leaving out, a group of sisters were coming in, African mm-hmm. Senate sisters. Okay. Because they were dressed apart. Okay. All right. So uh, he has a part of that conscious community as well. All right. Right. Uh, okay. So, so that's it, Bear. We can okay. uh, take some calls. And by the way, you can contact me at mccrayr nine five nine nine at yahoo dot com. Okay, and I just want to say at the top of the hour. Uh, we You cannot hear us on the Internet, but you will be able to hear us on the telephone for the next hour. And the number is 323-642-1586, and push the number 1 if you like to speak. Okay, let's see. It's 804-933, 804-933. Are you there? Eight zero four. Are you mute? Okay. Four zero four four five three. Four zero four. Oh, he's gone. That's West. Yep, as you know, West mentioned. Yeah. I'm gonna get but on him about you know, taking his nap during our program. <laughs> Sorry, but, but, but you know what? You know what Wes be doing? Wes, he be letting letting you get into his subconscious mind. So he sleep, <laughs> but he hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we had some more people on the line, and I don't know what happened, y'all, because we gonna go. I'm gonna let uh, Doctor Robert X go. If y'all don't have any questions uh, or any comments or anything like that, uh, well, in the meantime, Bill, mm-hmm. go ahead. In the meantime, let me drop this on the family because they'll find this interesting. Just okay. another article that I suggest okay. that they go and pull okay. up because they'll find it quite interesting. It's entitled "14 Celebrities Suicided by Doorknob Hanging, Hanging, Including a Rothschild and the Ex-Wife." Of a Rothschild. Mm. You can find that article mm. at Humans Are Free. 
humansarefree.com. Okay. All right. Okay, let's see. I think this is Baba, 909-538. Hotel family. Uh, Hotel Baba. Hotel <laughs> great. How y'all doing? We're yeah, doing great. Oh, that's beautiful to hear. And y'all sounding great as usual. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys went deep tonight, especially on all this this crazy sex uh, scandal shenanigans that's going on. And I wanted to ask you, um, do you think that all of this going on at the same time has to do with uh, Trump so-called draining the swamp when he first got in, when he said he was going to clear out all the pedophiles? Do you think this is related? Oh, it is the genesis. That's what we said earlier in the program. We said... I missed that part. Okay. That's all right. It's no small coincidence that we put on the table that this is the thing that Trump was going to use to go after them people. Okay. And here we are three years later, and it's involved in, damn it, everything that's going on. Yeah, it's not not a day goes by where somebody ain't trying to stick into somebody's booty or take it from some little girl. This this is crazy. Selling somebody. That's right. Like um, even all the shows, like you know Netflix. I mean that's just a another intelligence operation. But a lot of what mm-hmm. they're putting out right now has to do with like sex trafficking and sexual deviance. I'm watching the show right now called Mind Hunters, where they go through all the different. Um, series I'm aware. Yes. Oh, okay, so you you know how that gets. You know, it's just pretty intense. Um, yeah. And it's another show called Sinners that's out too. Um, and it's it's along that lines. Jessica Biel is in it. It's pretty interesting. Um, goes a lot a lot of childhood trauma and stuff. Did Did you get the opportunity to take a peek at Strange Angel? That's on Netflix as well. I'm not sure if no, that's on CBS. But brother. Oh, okay. That's dealing with Jack Parsons oh, wow. and the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Okay. Uh, particularly uh, season two. So they're into okay. the second season. I didn't know people was watching because I never hear anybody talk about this. Let me tell you something, brother. Me either. They do they showing the orgies, the rituals, oh, wow. and all of it. <laughs> On CBS. Oh wow. You, what you're saying though Is really funny um, And it kind of goes along with what's going on right now I don't know if you would consider that, That's not yellow journalism But all the sensationalism that's going on People are just pushing the envelope To just see how they how far they can go What can they show, what can they get away with um, Saying nigga on raw TV Now on the radio You used to not be able to at least say Ass nigga bitch that That's right routine. You know, any anybody that's can right. at any time without any problem. So I just find that those, yeah. you know, uh, that's quite interesting. That's a that's a hell of an observation because what they're doing is they're attacking in a language from a variety of fronts, and that's why yeah. they got to basically attack the gender, and then yep. they attack the culture, oh, be it the yeah. statues or whatever. And after that comes the language. So now everything is open for play. In the meantime. To further buttress that, they've got sex in all of it. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything, including the children. They want to turn out the children. 
uh, they, well, they have to go for them first. That way they don't have to worry about them later on. Uh, that's right. Is, that's why they want to you know, push it in the schools. Well, that's funny because um, actually what I was, where I was going with that yellow journalism is I was reading a piece today on this project they're doing in schools now where they're having them learn about 1619. Right. And they have a bunch of black, uh, I guess, authors that wrote short stories about various things from hangings to slave codes to you name it. And they wanted, right. they said, this is our, um, you know, this is basically our canon for how to teach slavery because, you know, anybody at first could teach it however they wanted to. People was going too far. They, people was actually getting whipped and, you know, degraded. So they said, look, this right. is how we want to play it out. But the funny thing is they have all these authors, but they're put together by the Pulitzer uh, organization. And well, who you else? Doing Jacob Pulitzer, Joseph Pulitzer's history. He's a Hungarian Jew that was known for yellow journalism for since absolutely and putting shenanigans up. So it's just so funny that they, you know, they the ones controlling it once again. Even though it's a 1619 project, said, you know, we think it's going somewhere. Look who's controlling it, so you already know what they're gonna edit out. It's, it's just that's crazy. right. And you know something, my brother? They got black people running around. Uh, everything, every word come out their mouth. Sixteen, nineteen. Like somehow we getting ready to get something after those four hundred years. Well, after sixteen, nineteen came sixteen, twenty, and after twenty nineteen come twenty twenty. You gonna get the same thing in twenty twenty that you got in sixteen twenty, and that's why we do not focus. And I encourage others do not focus on the slave portion of African history. Don't focus on that because yeah. that's where they want to keep you. They know that there they went go. strategically. They went there from 1865 go. to 1619. Yep. That was on per- they say that that's what they doing in the article. Now, that's actually yeah. with the New York Times who started it. It was the New York Times and the Pulitzer organization got together to put this whole project together with the sister name where her Twitter handle is Ida Bay Wells. I can't remember well, her name like Hannah Jones or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's her real name. I bet but, you she's LGBT, and that feeds probably. right into the, the that feeds right into the new movie with Harriet Tubman. Oh, I forgot. I haven't even checked that out yet. I don't even know really what that's about. Where that's going? They haven't heard LGBT in there. Well, they don't have to. It fits okay, the I'll female shero. Okay. I see. I see. That's the template. To neutralize masculinity and pump up femininity. Yeah. Well, you know what? At least with Harriet Tubman, she got a lineage going back from uh, the sister from Angola, uh, you know, to a, a, a San, yeah, Asante and all them leading you know, right. battles and right. revolutions. Where, like you said, there's other shenanigans with the 90 pound white woman beating everybody up in the movie. That's a whole other situation. Right there, how that. You know, we have evidence of our sisters doing this. I don't have too much evidence of them doing that. So, you know, it, it, I don't know of any. If you take Wonder Woman out the picture, I don't know of the white woman. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe, maybe on the arc, but what happened to her? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was about to say that too. You're right. But no, you're right. You know, just that. So, you know, the narrative is get it to the children early. They'll know about all types of slavery, how you got. You know, hung this way and cut up that way. You'll know all of that, but you still can't read and write. That's my thing. 
They're doing all of this. Absolutely. Kids still can't read and write. <laughs> Just basic. They can't and you automatically vibrating at a low vibratory level because now yeah. you are seeing, yeah, yeah. you're feeling bad about anything yeah. having to do with you. That's 1865 absolutely. and 1619. You're absolutely correct. Yep. No, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more on, on those points. Um, it's just fascinating, though, that we still allow these people to control what we do. And as a matter of fact, it brings me to this next point. Did you get your chicken sandwich over the weekend? Oh, Did you get your Popeye's? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. I, I missed something on that one. I, oh, good. No, you didn't. You missed nothing. Go ahead, Sister Bill. I know you about to I would, it on the- I would be. I, I, you couldn't pay me to eat one of them. I Thank you. What, what happened? Like they got they got some kind of chemical in there. Something, something going on. Y'all, y'all, y'all got to let okay. me in on that. So Popeye what's going on? Came out. Popeyes over the weekend came out with a Popeyes chicken sandwich challenge. So all over social media, all you saw was Popeyes chicken sandwich challenge. And just like we talked about, you put challenge behind anything, and people will do anything. They were selling out, having lines, having fights. All type of stuff was going down to get this chicken what? sandwich. This is all over the and world. all cities, surprised. Yeah, and all cities everywhere. It was crazy. This is the first I'm hearing of it. You see, oh, that, wow. that just goes to show you. See, that's why I don't. I ain't into the social media because this is the first I'm hearing of this. It good. You didn't miss nothing. So you're right, but it shows you how different your life would be if you know you don't have access to that. It's just a totally and it also world. showed you. The level of social engineering and how it works. Thank you, thank you. No, you own it. You're absolutely correct. You mean to tell me they got people around the country fighting each other to get a, a chicken sandwich? A chicken sandwich. Yeah. Chicken sandwich. Yeah. Popeye yeah. chicken. Popeye chicken sandwich. Unbelievable. And, and I think it's the spicy chicken. <clears throat> oh wow! I don't but care like what it is. What what is, what more world. can they do? What more can they do with a chicken that's gonna make it different <laughs> from all the other chicken, particularly with, with our people? The spice that well, they put in it. The I don't care what in. kind of spice they put on it, bear. It's still <laughs> chicken. <laughs> no one had the extra spice. You take that skin off. That's, that's right. You no, take that you skin off. Yeah. And it's see, chicken. that's the thing, though. You got you can go to Auntie House and get some. Uh, her chicken be okay. You can go to Grandma House and she had she seasoned that chicken that it make you want to hurt yourself. So yeah, you do have that's a different true. Yeah. Oh, no question about it. But once you get past that seasoning on the skin, right? It's all chicken. Yeah. So I'm not like arguing that. I'm with you. I'm with you okay. on that. But guess what, Bear? We can pick mm-hmm. a state and go from one grandmama's house to another grandmama's house, and they yeah. all using the same seasoning but in different combinations. More right. of this, a little less of that, and it's going to change yeah. the taste of that chicken. You can't put nothing extra on no chicken in 2019 that ain't already been put on the chicken. Well, Dr. Boyce Walker had a good <laughs> quote. He was like, you guys didn't sell out Patty's Pies, who's sold by Walmart. You didn't sell out yep. chicken sandwiches and sold them out, who's based by Popeye's. 
we wish we could find a black business that y'all could sell out and buy their product. Bingo. And I'm like, he, he owned it. He owned it again. Bingo. Or come out and yeah. get $10 worth of this information at one of oh, Robert X's right. forms. <laughs> okay? Because at some that. point here, real soon, you're going to be paying $10 for that chicken sandwich. That's, that's another one. You already are. You go to Panera or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine awesome. how much it costs, okay? But, man, that's this, that's unbelievable, brother. I, yeah. I'm going to let it go on that one. But, yeah, you're right. They just test it slowly to see what they can get away with, what they can make people do, what, what I can <clears throat> control you with. It's that's just, right. It's crazy. Uh, I can't remember I wanted, the last time I was at a Popeye's. I I, that I went and bought some chicken for myself. I can't remember. I actually like Popeyes, but I didn't go get a chicken sandwich just because of how crazy it got. And I <laughs> you might have got wrong. stuck up. They might have stuck you up for your sandwich. I, 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 thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. I want no parts of that. Um, yeah. It's, it's, oh, wait a minute. I have another question for you. Did you ever okay. get a chance to look at that Jedi contract? Because it looks like Oracle is trying to get back into the mix with Amazon and the Microsoft. No, I didn't. But I'm putting it right here on my agenda right now. So okay, when I come okay. back next Monday, when I come back next Monday, I'll make sure we put that on the table. Yeah, give me give me what your I want to see what your insight is into all of okay. this because it's, it's it's getting crazy. Um, EA Sports at the end of this year, I just found this out. They coming out with a uh, Star Wars video game called uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. So I'm just like, hey, they all yeah, that's, Jedi that, thing hard. Yeah, that's in that's in tribute to the last so-called installment of Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. yeah, it's just a video game though, so it's interactive. You can play. You know, interesting. So very very interesting. But okay, you know, uh, Sister Bev and uh, Brother Rob, I just wanted to. I don't know how the lines is clear. I said, well, let me just call in just because. I don't really got nothing to say, but <laughs> that's rare. I don't have to sit on the you know, phone for an hour before I can get on. So well, I'll keep it up, though. That, that's all right, Baba. Uh, if they let me go early, I'll just get my dinner a little bit earlier than normal. That's right. Get well-rested. Come back either tomorrow or next week and drop some more on our heads. That's all we're asking for. And I am going to drop some heavy, heavy stuff next okay. week. Trust me. Well, let me do some push-ups because I'm trying to catch that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> it's my way. Man. Okay, Thank Bob. You, Bob. All right, y'all. Y'all have okay. a good night. Okay. You okay. too. Okay. Uh, let's see. 404-453. Hey, hey. Peace and blessings, family. Okay. Y'all. You woke him up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I woke up. Yeah, you know, I was listening, not, not listening, not, not yet. But well, I did, I did end up uh, trying a couple of little chicken sandwiches. But Popeyes and this food got gluten on it, and I can't eat no gluten. It got see. what? They put that gluten. Gluten. That gluten. You know what gluten is? Gluten. What is? Yes. Gluten. Gluten. You know what I mean? Fake flour, Miss Bell. Gluten. Gluten. G L U Oh, when they be saying gluten-free food and stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every time when I eat something, man, I'm allergic to gluten because my throat closes up. I start okay. feeling sick. Okay. Right, right. 
Uh, yes, ma'am. But getting back to the subject at hand, uh, y'all know a name that ain't been in, uh, heard nothing from in a while. You know who, who it is, uh, Dr. Robert who? A. Who? Julian Assange, man. What happened to Julian Assange? He just done jumped off the, uh, 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 the radar, huh? Uh, he's the most important prisoner that they got in the prison system right now. Just like this guy Byrne, he has the capacity mm-hmm. to break this thing wide open, particularly with the murder of the little white boy who basically gave him the information on Podesta and the Democratic Party. Mr. Rich. Yes, sir. I just want... That's right. Yeah, I just wonder what happened to Julian Assange, man. His name was dropped off and... Uh... But uh, it's a beautiful time. I'm surprised he's still alive, Wes. I'm really surprised he's still alive. Well, we don't know. Right. Because ever since they moved him, we haven't even heard from about, like Wes said, we haven't heard nothing from him. Well, you know what? That's the alternative media's fault. Okay? Uh That's their fault. Because it's their job to keep him in the public eye. If you don't, if they don't talk about him, the mainstream media damn sure ain't gonna talk about him because they're in collusion with the people that locked him up for doing the same thing that they do. They really have nothing to hold him on, to be quite honest. But if they are allowed to criminalize reporting, which is what they're trying to do, they already did, did it in in uh, Britain. That you can't print nothing that the government don't say you can print in Britain right now. You can't say nothing. That the government don't allow you to say And if you say it They'll lock you up Okay well they're trying to do the same thing here Right now That's what this whole mm-hmm. thing With removing alternative media From the landscape is all about They're going to criminalize speech If they're allowed to do so Oh yes That's what it is really B- BDS Boycott uh, Diversify sanctions Divestment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. his real thing, man. And 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 you see, uh, uh, the way Trump is here with, with with Israel, man. And, yep. But, uh, he's their buddy. Yes, yeah, sir. And, and and see with them sisters, uh, especially that lady in Detroit, just to leave there, uh, uh. uh they just going at her all the way around, man. Well, they supposed to. Because she, she, yeah, she way out, she way off base. See again, if you are gonna fight that beast, don't fight that beast with a matchstick. Because that's what they doing. Because if you notice, where did where did the other three when she, when they hung her ass out there on the limb? Where where the other three at? Where's Ocasio-Cortez? How come she ain't coming to the defense of her sister? The answer is, where's Cortez elected from? She ain't going to open her damn mouth, and that's the fake reality. That's the fake reality. New York, you're talking about it. New York lady. Yeah, 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 New York. So if they're all together, if they like the four musketeers, what, where's the other three? Mm-hmm. Where's the black chick? How come she ain't opening her mouth talking about Israel? Why they only leave mm-hmm. uh, a Tlaib out there on her own? You see? It's like Jay-Z 
getting five dollars to run game on black people for the NFL, right? And yeah. Kaepernick getting paid off to go to work for Nike, and now he come, he won't complain about the deal that Jay Z made. Well, what's the difference? Right. And oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Death Row Records been sold to uh, to, to toy company called Hasbro. You know that, right? Yeah, I hope it go out of business. Along yeah, with Death, some more Death, of Death them. Bit, yeah, they got sold to uh, the toy company Hasbro. Yeah, I hope it goes out of business, and I hope some more uh-huh. of them that produce slop hop go out of business. Hmm. Yeah, with all I call it hippity hop. That damn, uh, 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 it ain't no good, man. You, you know right. what, brother West? I recall about a That's year all. ago, people talking about Jay Z getting ready to turn the corner because of his. Right. I think it was a four 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 or something like that. I forget the, you know, the the it's medicine yeah, behind it. Yeah, and I said, watch this. If he turned that corner. A uh, Bernstein gonna be right there waiting on his ass <laughs> to tell him what to yeah. say and what not to say, yep. and that he wasn't gonna mm-hmm. open his yep. mouth about nothing. We still mm-hmm. waiting on him to and open you know, his uh, mouth about anything. Oh yeah, you know he got his his wife ass insured and laws and money. You know that, though. Uh, uh yeah. Ass. Yeah, he should get his insured too. Laws and London. <laughs> he should get his insured too. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know what, Brother West? I care about as much as, about his ass as hers. You got that right, man. I, I said it before, I said it again. Ain't nobody love mm-hmm. a big turd cutter like yours truly. Okay? That's all. But, but the turd cutter ain't uppermost in my mind. Yeah. Because you can go throughout uh, the black community uh, and you. You can get a, a huge turd cutter anywhere. That ain't nothing new in the black community. That's, all, that's, that's what DNA. white men and others who have to, uh, who yeah. are resigned to the fact that most of their women got ironing boards back, as Brother Collard put it. Yeah. Yeah, and they run this style. Uh, well, these black women going for these white guys and stuff, and the reason they're doing that, you know why they're doing that, right? No, I don't care. I don't uh, care. I'll tell you why they got to have that. They got to have that melanin, man. Okay, they they ain't got no melanin, so their time is up. And so yeah, they get like vampires. They need that melanin. Yes, sir. But, Personally, but in your own life, how many sisters do you know personally that got white men? Uh, none that I know of. Okay, then that's the but problem. God, that, that's not a problem. It's something that's uh, that's continuously pushed, just like the same with black men. Uh, I don't know any brothers that got white wives. Now, I know there are some who do, just like I know some black women got white husbands. But the numbers are so small, it's just to, okay, what am I supposed to do? It's, it's irrelevant. I'm worried about those who got right. black husbands. Yeah. That's the main thing. Try to get along but, with but the ones that, 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 that that's black on black. Go ahead, Bill. I think that you know, you know the the um, 
the Super Bowl, you know, at at the at the halftime, that's a big ritual. Mm-hmm. And Beyonce yep. and her husband, when you look at their uh, performance at their concert, it's just one big ritual. So I just that's feel right. like that they mm-hmm. got him there for the occult side, you know, to do the ritual right. there. And her too, Bev. Don't forget, that's she right. wearing the Baphomet yeah. ring on her finger. And remember, yeah. mm-hmm. her mama is into Kabbalah. She wearing Kabbalah band. Yeah, that's right. You're absolutely right. So, You're absolutely you know, right, people, I, I don't, you know, I don't care nothing about them people because them people have made it clear that they're anti yeah. us. They made that right. quite clear, and we are nothing more than a monetary commodity for them that they make money off of. We promote them, that's right. and they've been over and squat on us. And they ain't alone. They are yep. not alone. Okay? Yeah. I don't give a damn about no Damon Dash and his cash, whoever he is. I don't know nothing about him. Right. And any of them other managers right. of this nonsense, because ain't none of them exposing the stuff that we're talking about here in terms of the cult side of that stuff. That's right. You're absolutely right. Okay. But a lot of, a so lot of they people tell are us, waking up to that. Now, absolutely. So if they want to tell us about the connections about these occult and them Jewish people that's running all that stuff, I ain't heard a word, yeah. not a single solitary word. That's right. Because you notice Jay-Z came out when? In 95, after Tupac and Bridget got killed, mm-hmm. they had to put, feel the board. They had to feel the board. That's right after me and Man March, too, in 95. That's so right. They had to feel the board. They come out with this dumb stuff to fool the public. And I got some of his early music. I got some of his early music. And and much of it barely made the charts. It was Biggie. Biggie was more responsible for his career than he was. Mm -hmm. Okay. Him and that guy, what's the guy named? All people died. uh, uh, Puffy Cole. Yeah, he got a lot of which all of them killing, getting killed too. Oh yeah, well he, again, he's another one of those zeros, and uh, we ain't gonna leave out Common, cause he's a zero too. Yeah. He's from Chicago, so I ain't playing no favorites here with any of this stuff. Okay, Missy Elliott, oh, yeah. she started going down that road, and she must have saw something, cause mm-hmm. she got her ass out the way, quit. I mean, right. she blew up. Mm-mm. And then next thing you know, she was gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she done popped back out uh, recently. She Is that right? back up with some new stuff. Yeah, she just came out wow. with some new stuff the other day. <laughs> well, they was looking for somebody to get the sisters, and they had tried Lil' Kim and the other sister, mm-hmm. and it didn't quite work out for them. Okay, so they came with Missy Elliott. And as far as I'm concerned, Missy Elliott was like at the top of all the women. R&B or whatever, because she was able to get get big props in the hip hop world with women, even uh, Queen Mm -hmm. Latifah. She wasn't able to do what Missy Elliott did. Right, that's true. Because Missy Elliott stayed black. Queen Latifah, they are real name Dana Owens. She she yes she came out fake. She she was real, but now she doesn't got fake. With her girlfriend, oh, Diane Hannah tore a car up. They had a wreck in Atlanta, one of her girlfriends. 
All them fake, man. All them, all them working for the evil ones, man. But you know what? I respect Queen Latifah for one reason. Because she kept her business, her business. And she refused to put her business out there in the street. And I respected her for that. She said what she do in her private life is private. In the story. Yes, sir. Not like these other people. She built some apartments or something for people in New York, man. I'm quite sure my man, uh, Chuck wants to know more about New York, but maybe not, because sometimes people real close to stuff don't see stuff. But she built a apartment for some people in New York, man. Mm-hmm. Well, to this day, but, uh, I don't see a whole lot about her going out trying to lick on this one and lick on that one, unlike these little nasty-ass little white girls who want to, you know, put that stuff yeah. all in your face everywhere. Everything they make, mm-hmm. you know, they got their vagina in people's face. Uh, uh, Whoopi Gould yep. Goldberg once said, get out of my vagina. Let me tell you something, family. The last place I want to be on this earth, if I had just done 50 years in the joint, okay, and couldn't mm-hmm. get rid of an erection, it would not find mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Are you talking about uh, uh, Karen Jackson? Her name, real name, Karen Jackson. See, Whatever her name is, she's one of the most least desirable women uh, that I've ever seen in my life, brother. Talking about get out of her vagina. You need to be trying to find somebody to get in it. Yeah, that's a problem, man. You know what? Yeah, right, that's a problem. You're right, man. Anybody you see on television and and, and whoever the... uh, 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 the intimate think they good, you know they bad. That's the way it goes with me. Anybody they that's say that's good, I investigate them and, and, and don't fool with them. Anybody they say that's bad, then they're the ones I roll with because I investigate them. My brother, uh, is, you, even Kanye yes, came out, even Kanye came out and, and gave the people a warning. Now, I give him credit, big-time mm-hmm. credit for that, okay? And that wasn't yeah, the first yeah. time. First time he said, George Bush don't like black people. Right. At the height yeah, of George new? Bush's popularity. Huh? Yes. You're right. And then he went on at that concert, and he stopped the concert to warn the people that change is coming. Big change is coming. I see you, Jay-Z. Yeah. Don't send your henchmen after my head. Yeah. So people people can say what they want to about Kanye. He crazy, he this, he that. He took yeah, yeah. risk. He took risk. Something I've yet to see many of these other people do. They ain't taking no risk. And I heard right. Kanye West is Got more money than um, than Beyonce husband than Jay Z. Uh, he he he's supposed to be doing mm-hmm. something in Chicago. Say he's gonna buy uh, help some people out with building some houses, or doing something. Man, that's what he said. Well, I don't know how much money he got or any of that, but and I I trust Bear that what you're saying is absolutely correct because the guy he's been involved in not just the music and producing others, but all. Uh, a host of other things to go with it, okay? But I just, like I said a couple of years ago, uh, he had a certain amount of time in order to get some things straight, 
Okay? Mm-hmm. And if he didn't get some things straight, we were going to be reading about him. Yeah. I think uh, uh, he kind of, uh, when I'm deep in and when his mama passed, when your mama passed, that do mess with you, though, bro. I know how to feel it. When your mama's old, you have, that, that, that right there mess you up. Yeah, but you got to be mature enough to understand that everybody mama's leaving and everybody's daddy yes, leaving. Ain't, ain't nobody staying, okay? From right. the moment we take that first breath, it's all downhill from that point. We born yeah, to die, right, all of us. Yeah, like my man said, it's, it ain't when you come in or when you go out. It's what you do with that dash tail, that dash. That's right. Between, how you roll. That's right. And mine is, and mine is, is, is exposed. I'm just like you, man. Expose these devils. Expose the devil and throw the devil in the pit. That's my. That's who I work with, the most high. Because I'm tired of the way the devil's doing innocent people, little children, babies, old people, women. And being too, so my my mission is to expose the devil and throw his ass in the pit. Wes, you wait until we get into this Wall Street side of Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, mm-hmm. You make sure you don't fall asleep on that one. Oh yes, sir. You know I, I, I wake up, man. I know I'm a little bit wake right right up. But anyway, yes, are you gonna be on tomorrow, right? You gonna be there tomorrow? No, 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 no. I got a form Saturday, so I got to put that one off. I'll be back next week. All right, then. I'm going to let somebody else talk, Miss Bell. I love y'all. And it's it's some fun time to be alive, man. Fun time to see the show. Yes, sir. All right. Love Appreciate you, you brother. Well, well. Still wrong. Hotel. Yes, sir. Hotel. Okay, let's go to 773 Yes. Yes. How y'all doing? Yeah, Excellent. Great. So, uh, I hate to bring it up again, um, but uh, Saturday, I witnessed what the brother was talking about. It's to me, well, from, from little research I've done, I think this is another psyop. It was actually a competition, this Popeye's chicken thing versus um, chick. What is that? Chick Fil A or whatever? Chick Fil A. To see who had, yeah, yeah who to see who had the best chicken sandwich. Now, I was actually. Um, Witness, witness this craziness myself because I was on 75th Street, I think it was Saturday, and the line was in the restaurant, going into the restaurant, going all the way out in the street. I've never seen that before in my life. And oh, Brother Derek, who, yeah. who owned Popeye's? That, I don't know. Okay, that's, a, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the assignment for the family. Because okay. what we're saying is we just put goo gobs of money uh, into the pockets for some damn chicken. I don't want to, I don't even want to hear any more of it, man. I'm, I'm just being honest, man. For mm-hmm. some chicken. It's a chicken place on every block in the black. I don't give a damn if it's churches, mm-hmm. Popeye, Kentucky Fried, Mama Nunu's, um, uh, J and J's chicken fish, uh, you name it. I'm gonna say it again. I don't give a damn what kind of clothes they put on a chicken. It's still a chicken. If you put a suit on mm-hmm. that bastard, or some skinny jeans on, he probably look good in the skinny jeans because his leg. That's a joke, y'all. 
<laughs> but it ain't going to change that damn chicken where I'm going to go out on a limb for it. And it's interesting you said that because, like you tell you, this is all a psyop because now KFC just announced, I saw it was yesterday, that now they're getting ready to create a vegan chicken, a beyond chicken. And I'm like, wait a minute. Unbelievable. They just made this, yeah, they just made this announcement, I believe it was uh, today. So who are they aiming this toward? You know, you know what? Hey, look, going to the white community, you know what you find in the white community? You know what chicken place you find in the white community? Check this out. Browns. I was just getting ready. I just getting ready to say that. If you go out here, if you go out to 95th Evergreen Park, Oakland, all you see is Browns. Brown. You ain't seeing no Kentucky. You got a few right. Kentucky. Okay. But ain't no Popeyes. Right. That don't right. exist. You see Browns. And guess what? It's the only chicken you can stand right out in front of the damn thing and you can't smell it when it's being cooked. Mm. That lets you know that's white folk chicken. Right. Brown chicken you know is that, tasty. Better. <laughs> and you know that they're trying to... They've been trying to close down Chuck Chick Chuck for Chick Fil A, so you know. Yeah, because Chick-fil-A they Christian. With Trump and, yeah, yeah. And they don't deal with the LGBT stuff. They say that ain't right. that ain't part of our business plan. And the homosexuals right. got mad at them and want to boycott yeah. them, and their business yeah. went up through the roof. Yeah. So now here they come with another plot. Right? Yeah, yeah. With a damn chicken sandwich. Yeah. I'm going to say it the way we figured it back in the day. A chicken mm-hmm. sandwich. <laughs> now, but now the other side to, th- to that is, that's when I really realized within the past few years that every black-owned establishment that we had here, as far as the restaurants, they're all gone. Yeah. And... I'm noticing the youth now, not saying that's their fault, but they're gravitating, like you said, they're going to the Popeyes, they're going to the Chipotle, they're going to Whole Foods. Um, what is what is this other uh, Chipotle? They're gravitating, gravitating towards that now. And I remember a few years ago, uh, we had a little black-owned restaurant right here on 63rd and Halstead. It was right there underneath the L where we had a, you know, the donut shop used to be a long time ago. Right. And I remember right. the brother told me, yeah, the brother told me this is before they built the Whole Foods. He was like, bruh, I guarantee you when they open up that Whole Foods across the street, we're going out of business. And, you know, I sat up there disagreed with him respectfully. I'm like, man, what are you talking about? He's like, watch. When they open up that Whole Foods, people are going to start coming over here, getting food from us. They're going to go over there. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. Yep. Oh, they're very strategic so like, about what they do, brother. Go ahead. Right. You know, so it's like, okay, now people complain about what we don't have. You complain about what we don't have, but you still running, supporting these white corporate entities that are, are in black neighborhoods now. And, and that's the dichotomy. Brother, that's the dichotomy of the whole thing, brother Derek. Watch this. If they... It, it, which is why, you know, again, I try to maintain as much of a low profile as I can. 
if they put out over social media tomorrow that Robert X is the second coming of Lucifer himself, okay, black people will hate my guts and don't know anything about me, nothing, okay? Yeah. That's, that's how it works, Derek. You see it in the chicken. But that's a classic example of social engineering, and we've given a number of examples and how you can get people <clears throat> who think they know and will swear to you they ain't being programmed to do damn near anything you want them to do without them even realizing it. Have them angry at people that they ain't never met, ain't never seen, don't know anything about. All you got to do is come with the right means. That's all you got to do. And you see it. The last thing that black people should be chasing after is a damn chicken sandwich. Because let me tell you something. This is the honest God's truth. For years, I ate so much chicken as a kid because you couldn't afford beef and that kind of stuff. It was too expensive. Right. That I swore right. I would never eat another piece of chicken, brother. Because when we were coming up, you ate the chicken, the gizzard, the neck. I know people that yeah. even nibbled on the feet. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Deliver all of it. There was nothing that was a part, even the back. I knew people you know, when we was living in the projects. I knew people that would fight you over the back. Yeah. Same thing with that pig, with that pork chop, with those with pigs too, you know. But the difference was there were expensive parts of the pig. Ain't no damn expensive part of no chicken. No, they're not. And I'm looking until up now, now for, right? Thirty years later, thirty years later, now they want to charge you as much for a chicken breast as they do for a damn filet mignon. Yeah, and Popeyes is very expensive now too. Uh, of course, all of it. A chicken, brother. A chicken. Something that we used to buy as pets. A damn and chicken. They, they didn't gave the chicken the flu, right? The chicken wasn't, right. wasn't good enough to be in your pot. You know, uh, um, Roosevelt said he wanted to put a chicken in every pot. And down in Arkansas, they said they want to put some pot in every chicken. <laughs> That's Tyson Foods getting busted selling drugs. And Don Tyson, who ain't in this article, was one of the major financiers of the Clintons. Used his connections with them to make Tyson chicken an international thing. But we said they were putting pot in every chicken because they was busted selling drugs. Well, and remember, and remember, you did a show a while back with, with, with dealing with this this drug trade. And remember that um, ah damn, I forgot what book it was. That Wendy's Corporation was involved in that drug trade too. Nobody talked about that. Not just Wendy's. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the seafood place uh, that was very prominent in the eighties, but particularly Long the seventies. Not that one. Red Lobster. That's it. Red Lobster went out of business because they was connected to that whole Arkansas operation. Okay, and the savings and loans. That's why Red Red Lobster went out of business. 
Wow. You now you know it's still two of them here, but they're out. Oh one, yeah. One. Yeah. But they in the white neighborhood. Exactly, but it's sad because if you go out there in the white neighborhoods to Red Lobster, you ain't gonna see number of black folks up in there. Of course. <laughs> I said, wow, we and the food is not that good. It's it's generic at best, my brother. But it's it's become status because whatever the white people come up with and say it's a status symbol, that's why you mentioned Chipotle. You couldn't go throughout right. the black community, west side, south side and find no Chipotle in the black community. Don't exist. You'd have to go out to the suburbs. Okay. Now here they got one, they got one on 63rd and Halston. <laughs> yeah, how long has it been there? <laughs> Not even, maybe a year, if that. Exactly. You see? I see. And that's wow. because black people still under that spell. Don't let nobody fool you. All right? Black people still dance to the tune of white supremacy. It's in our heads, brother. It's in our heads. Well, thank you, Derek. All right, no, thanks for taking my call. I'm no as late, so you you go ahead and eat your dinner, get you some rest, bro. Hotel, brother Derek. Okay, thank you. Hotel. Hotel. Okay, we got. I'm trying to get the other calls in. Six three zero nine one eight. Six three zero. What's up, family? How y'all doing tonight? Hotel family, Great. excellent, How are you excellent. Doing? What's up? doing okay. Um, I don't want to keep going on to the to, with the Popeyes, but <clears throat> because they don't know what's in their chicken. Right. I took my wife. You know, my wife keeps seeing all the stuff, and I've seen a little bit of the stuff. I said that's mental illness. He said, what? Mr. Hennis? I said, Mr. Hennis. I said, because now they're about to go get these chicken sandwiches. And I said... He's absolutely right. I said, first... I, I, hey, I said, that's Mr. Hennis. He said, what yeah. you mean? We ain't crazy. I said, yes, y'all. I said, I'm just telling you the truth. I said, Mr. Hennis. That's right. I said, now, y'all, y'all, these people, y'all these people out here, that the lines, like uh, Brother Derek was saying, oh, they was they was out all, all in the city. So I say, go buy one of them chicks. I said, what you mean? You ain't going to eat it. I said, no, I ain't. But just go get one. And I said, let it sit overnight. <laughs> so we let it sit. I, I'm telling you, right. that's what I told you. I said, let, I said, put it on the stove. And I said, let it sit overnight. He said, okay, baby. So we go home over there. I said, in the morning, we going to cut that bad boy over. So we cut that chicken out. The only thing you see was them parasites. And it was, the chicken was black, like brownish black. And I said, squeeze. We took a knife and we squeezed. I said, these are the parasites that they putting in this stuff. And I said, we not looking at the stuff that they contaminating our bodies with. And I said, you got to watch it all over the board now because, you know, we don't grow our own food. I said, like, you got to really watch now. Right. And I said, this is this is something that the black community, that our community, we would never see coming because we always in competition with each other. You know what it reminds now, me of? They, go ahead. Let me, let me tell you what it reminds me of. Once upon a time, there was this guy in Jonestown, Guyana, who told mm. everybody to drink some Kool-Aid because yeah. it'll make you fun. And people lined up 
to drink that Kool-Aid from that white man because they, they said, oh, this white man ain't going to do nothing to us. And the next thing you know, people were lining up to claim the bodies. Yeah. Go ahead, my brother. And you had two homes, Popeye's. And, and I seen it on social media. There's a white lady. Now remember, Right. You know, they don't think it can happen to them. I said, now, what's his origin? 
So what do you mean? I said, what, he's from Germany? Is he European? What is he? Is he Polish? What is he? Oh, I really don't even know. I said, that's going to be a problem. Because you don't yep. know their family traits. You don't know the origin. You don't know what these people. I said, these people can have bloodlines to the Kabbalah. You don't know. I said, it's really deep. You don't know these people. You just look at that's them because true. they can take care of you. Because I said, you, you look at them because they can take care of you because they have different origin and different descent. And I said, you don't see that. And I said, you're going to figure it out sooner or later. Cause, cause you know what, my brother? brother? Go ahead. That's why I wish him well and go ahead on by my business. Yes, sir. Because it, yes, it sir. ain't enough of them that's doing that to warrant my attention. So I don't, I just don't even, if one of my brothers, okay, married a white woman, uh, I wouldn't open my mouth. If that's what you want, be my guest. Because mm-hmm. I ain't trying to live your life for you. I'm trying to live my life for me. Mm-hmm. And my life says that ain't a part of my life. But I ain't going to stop you or anybody else. If that's what you want to do, have at it. That's my feeling about the whole thing. Like I told, I told them, and I'm going to let them be done after this. Like I told my brother, I said, everything looks good on one side until turmoil will come up. Because I said, sooner or later, it's going to come a time you're going to have to choose. And I yep. said, you don't want to be there. I'm, I'm telling you right now. If, if it comes to that white supremacy, and it comes to you have to make a decision. And trust me, she ain't going to choose you. Because you're not that. I said, I'm telling you right now. If it comes down to this, I get benefits, but the black people don't get benefits, then what's going to happen? You don't know what's coming down the fight. That's, That's true. I told him, I said, you don't know, you don't know what's coming down that pipe. But I told him I love him, Robert. That, you know, I, I said, That's I love right. him, brother. I said, I love That's him. Right. I'm not saying I'm turning my back on you, but I'm, I'm saying the thing about it is he keep on saying, why you keep saying mental illness? Because I said the problem is nobody researched, and that keeps everybody in a mental state of illness. Yep. Real simple. So nobody researched, and they keep everybody mental in mental illness. But I'm gone. I love y'all, man. Robert, Excellent comments, my brother. Yes, sir. Yes. Excellent love comments. You love you too, my All brother. Right. Hotel. Hotel. Okay, let's go to eight three two five zero eight. Hey, good evening, family. How y'all doing? Hotel, family. Great. Good evening, hotel. That's good. Um, you know, man. Uh, Not the chicken. Man, it just, man I, I was repulsed because I, I landed in. I, I got to L.A., man, and I just seen, I didn't even realize what was going on, but I just seen cars and people lined up and all of these Unbelievable. And And I said to myself, I said, well, I wonder how long it's going to take before somebody actually takes some doo-doo, maybe get the smell away from it, you know. And uh, serve it to these people, and, and and they actually go for it and eat it. I I, I just I, I, all you I gotta do is put some lemon pepper on it. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> and, and, and you know a certain amount of us is gonna go for it, man. It's just I mean you you got I mean look, Robert X, you got people that are, that are drink reclaimed water in certain neighborhoods now, so you know yep. they'll go for the doo doo. Yep. You know, so. 
But yeah, it, man, but you know I, something? I before you before you go on, it just shows how powerful advertising is. That's why we focus on it so much. Yeah, it's just, it's, that's a classic right. example. They don't even have yeah, to run a commercial. Not one. On the internet, bro. I mean, that's all it was. Was all over it, and I just couldn't believe how stupid. Negroes was lining up for a chicken sandwich. I said to my mother, you got it. Unbelievable. But, I'm glad uh, I didn't hear anything about it, man. I'm just <laughs> nobody yeah, knows yeah. how glad I am. I mean, that's all over YouTube. The chicken sandwich reviews and all of this. It's just it's nonsense, man. We're wasting our time. But that's that's more cowardly like stuff. You know, black people focus yep. on Dumb stuff instead of the things we need to be focused on because they really don't want to fight. I mean, let's let's keep it real. You know, don't nobody really want to, you know, do what they have to do to change nothing. And what more can they do with a chicken sandwich from your perspective that's going to change it from being anything other than a chicken sandwich, my brother? I I don't know, but I'm going to tell you something. I was in Santa Monica, Robert X, and chicken sandwiches is the is the s it's 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 where it's at because they were selling a chicken sandwich over there that was in between you know you got Roscoe's chicken and waffle with the waffle and 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 the fried chicken well they actually right. had a waffle sandwich chicken and these people lined up for that over there and I'm just like man all this damn chicken stuff I'm just going chicken, chicken crazy brother. With all these different recipes and different chicken. things these people doing chicken literally chicken. Chicken. Yeah. And that's one of the most stereotypical objects associated with black people that you'll ever find. Chicken, Chicken and watermelon. Those two things. Yeah. yeah, well, you can't take the watermelon away from me, Robert X. <laughs> oh, I, I ain't. I, so do I. As a matter of fact, yeah. I'm going to go get me one before this week is out uh, because I know the summer is getting ready to go past and, you know, you just don't eat them in the wintertime. But yes. I hope you eat and seed it, watermelon. Oh, that's absolutely. Awesome. I don't like that uh that uh, GMO stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, I was I was driving through the city, man, uh, while I was there, and uh, gentrification is alive and kicking, and they are creating all of this mass housing. I mean, you're talking about five hundred to thousand unit complexes all along these new train lines that they got in the city. And uh, I don't know who the hell can afford them because I imagine they're going to be very expensive. I mean, but uh, also. Let me ask you. Let me ask you before you go any further with that one. Just think about it for a minute. If you were in the development of uh, apartment complexes, what would you sell them as? Apartments or condominiums? Condominiums? Exactly. Yeah. You're talking condominium. You talking house down payment, right? Yeah. Who yeah. got that? Man, I don't know, man, because right in Inglewood, Robert X, man, they tore down an old hospital called Daniel Freeman, right across from a graveyard, Inglewood Cemetery. Right. And they putting up brand new houses for eight hundred thousand dollars. I don't know who got that. Well But apparently they selling them. Yeah, they selling them. They selling them to people who are from the tech industry, exactly. the very top of the line in the tech industry. Those yep. are the people that are making that money. And they're also being bought, this is the ugly little secret, by people who don't even live in this country. That's right. 
because when you go to Inglewood, uh, uh, you see a lot of uh, uh, Mediterranean and Arabic signs popping up all throughout the city. That is correct. You, you the same with Chicago. Right. And, and, and I'm going to tell you something else. I used to think it was just black areas being gentrified. Well, I went to no. East LA. I went into East LA, and they have a little area, Echo Park, always been Mexican since I can remember. Man, right. the white people, Silver Lake community, right next to them, have pushed them out of the area, Robert X. Yep. I mean, yep. they, and that's why we we mad because they coming into the black areas, but the white people even pushing them out of their traditional areas too. So that's I'm right. Just like man, this this gentrification is a beast, man. And and again, with the with the kind of economic base that they were building here, primarily service oriented, the vast majority of service service oriented jobs don't pay you enough to even think about. Nah, they don't. They don't. But I, one thing that I was proud of was me personally. I spent I spent quite a few uh, dollars with black people, at least seventy five percent of what I spent, and I was proud to see that black business seems to be on the uptick in the city. Like they have some young brothers at a place called Taco Mills, and they make burritos and tacos, and uh, they make a pretty good product, man. And all those brothers in there, they got one sister working the register, and his four brothers like shoulder to shoulder working that burrito line, man. And I'm I'm telling you, Robert, they they turning out about twenty dollars a customer, and 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 the people just kept coming through the door the whole time I was there. I was in there waiting for about thirty minutes, man. They just kept coming and coming and coming. So they they get support. That's excellent, man. Because I'm gonna tell you, uh, if a brother or a sister decides to put up a fish place, okay? Because uh, fish, to this day, fish don't have that stigma, all right? And there are no, uh, where's the fish sandwiches? Where the hell can I go and get a a, a nice, nutritious fish sandwich? And the answer man. is nowhere. Nowhere. You can't get fish, period, unless you get Asian. Asian people bought up all of the old black fish markets in L.A., and you go in there and you see those people. You turn right around and come on out, man. I mean, I have to go. I have to go twenty miles because that's what I eat mostly. That's my diet. I have to go twenty miles to a fish market, and it's the only one I know of. And I've been going there for so many years. I can't even can't even tell you how many years I've been going there. It's the only one that I know of. All the rest of them gone. Wow. wow. And sometimes, brother, it'd be so crowded in there that. By the time my number come up, my fish is gone. <laughs> I'm telling you. Gone, brother. So I've been with that 20 miles. Now I got to wait another three, four days before they get some more in because what's happening is many of the restaurants are getting their fish from them. Wow. Well, Dr. Anderson did build that uh, that fishery. You had a fish farm. I I wonder how how well it's doing. I mean, I haven't heard nothing negative, so it must be thriving, you know. So, I don't uh, know, but but can you imagine a black-owned, a well-run, a, a very nutritious and delicious place where you can go and get a fish sandwich? It would be nice because you sure can't find it. I mean, Houston got pretty good seafood, but it varies with who's preparing it, man. I mean, the Asians That's are right. real big in preparing seafood in the Houston area as well. So, But, look, man, let me get off because I know somebody else wanted to probably get in here. 
Yeah, they better hurry All up. All right, thank you. Okay. Right. Excellent time, this my brother. Hotel. All right, later, bro. Okay. Uh, let's see. Four zero five three eight eight. Peace, Sister Bev, Doctor Robert X. How y'all doing Peace. tonight? Hotel got it. Great. Excellent. Great show, by the way. Um, I just wanted to chime in and ask you both a question about how you how you all felt about how you, I'm not sure if you've heard about the report that's been released on um, Lane College in Jackson, Tennessee. There I'm not up on uh, Basically, there have been some reports released stating that they have some potential um, immigrants staying on the campus that the employer mm-hmm. of the uh, immigrants are paying the campus $11,000 a month. So you all mentioned about protecting our daughters just a couple of callers back. Now, these men are on campus soliciting these young women, especially African-American melanated women, for sex. Right. Now, um, my question would be, why is any college campus allowing immigrants or potentially undocumented workers to stay on campus uh, when they charge students in state or out of state thousands of dollars and they're not even paying a fraction of this because there's about 30, between 30 and 50 of these potentially undocumented male right. uh, employees. That's right. For the same reason that they're giving them free in-state tuition. Free! The reason is the politicians want to make it happen and nobody opens their mouth. So the stuff that we got to pay for, we are primarily subsidizing their removal of black people from the political equation. Now just think about that for a minute. We paying to have these illegal people to be put up over us in terms of the political pecking order. Now, the speaking of nobody wanting to say anything, most of the alumni is, you know, pretty much okay with this. I had a, a family member of mine that reported this story to me, but I just, where do we stop? Where do we draw the line? Where do we draw the line in the sand that says, you know what, there's some things that we can put up with. There's some things that we can't. There's some things that we support. There's other things that we can't now. Even for those who are in favor of these sanctuary cities, um, how can anyone be supportive of these grown males, potential immigrants coming from? Those are the children. That's the children that they're talking about. Oh, no, these are employees. These are full-grown males. I know what you're saying. I'm telling you that in the media, if you listen to the Democratic Party politicians, they calling these men children. Yeah. But Trayvon Martin is a young man. Absolutely. Tamir, Tamir Rice is a young man. No question about it. I'm telling you what the deal is. They have every intention of neutralizing so-called black political empowerment. That's why I've tried to move black people 
uh, in terms of our understanding, away from from relying on politics to give us anything, because it's in the process of neutralizing us, period. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I agree. Um, I just ultimately wanted to bring this information to the family and any alumni of Lane College or anyone living near or around the Jackson, Tennessee area. We need to uh, we need to get the word out about this. We need to make sure that we put a stop to this immediately because, again, these men are soliciting our young girls for sex, harassing them, stalking them, putting them in uncomfortable situations. So. You know, if you live near or around that area or you're an alumni of Lane College, you need to put your foot down. You need to put um, your your word in, your petition. You need to weigh in on this situation because this is something that we can do to protect our young girls. And if we don't stand up for them, who else will? That's right. Thank you for taking well, my call, Sister Beth. Peace I again. Appreciate Thank, you. Thank you for giving us. Thank excellent, excellent comment. And I am going to take a look at that as soon as I get off the air here tonight. Yeah. Lane College in Jackson, yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me see. Can I get this one more call in right quick? 626-524. 626. We're short on time. Okay, 626. All right, Robert X. Uh, as always, thank you. And tell them where you're going to be at this Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday, uh, family, uh, we are dealing with Frankenstein's children. That's Epstein, Weinstein, and Bernstein. Uh, That's this Saturday at 3 p.m. at 6129 South Cottage Grove. Uh, There is a small $10 donation. And on the 15th, uh, we're going to do part two of uh, Frankenstein's children at 11006. South Michigan, that'll be from 2 to 6 p.m. I look forward to seeing everybody at either one or both of those. And also give them how they can contact you. They want to send you a donation to help you with your research. Thank you, Sister Bevan. I promise, I promise, uh, Popeyes will not get any of that donation money, okay? <laughs> that I can promise you. Uh, they, I will not be doing the chicken sandwich thing. Um you can contact me at M-C-C-R-A-Y-R-9599 at yahoo.com. I'm keeping my nickel and my nail in my pocket. <laughs> in your pocket. Thank you, uh, Dr. Robert X. Looking forward to next week. Thank you and appreciate you. you. Much Beth. love. My out hotel. Hotel. Hotel, family. All right, everyone. Thank you.
Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service, and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. Here's three great reasons to get the new Samsung Galaxy S21 5G at T-Mobile. One, it's free for both current and new customers when you trade in an eligible device. Two, T-Mobile's the leader in 5G coverage. So three, you can unleash 5G speeds in more places with your new phone. Get the new Galaxy S21 free at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Phone via 24 monthly bill credits plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us. Qualifying credit and consumer plan required. See details at T-Mobile.com.